Trapper Skulski puts this one on the tee at the 40-yard line, going from the south to the north end zone. The right-footed end over and kick goes to the 20-yard line for Bismarck St. Mary's. They get to the 30 to the 35-yard line and the return by Bismarck St. Mary's. Colin Curl to the 36. The tackle there by Taryn Larson, the sophomore for the Beulah Miners, and for the first time this afternoon in the Class 2A title, first down and 10 for Bismarck St. Mary's, led by the senior quarterback in Jackson Euler at six foot and 165 pounds here for the Saints. Chase Miller, Jack Michaels, Grant Cleveguard back at our fan studios. Glad you are turning in as the St. Mary's Saints will have it in a pistol formation. Rorica motions across left to right, handoff to Curl, the right-hand side, and Curl is met by the left end. Jacob Clout in on the tackle alongside with uh, on the inside, Vandora for so we bring up a second down and nine. And Colin Kerr was held in check, Jack, in the semifinals. You know, he only had about 55 yards. This is a 1,000-yard rusher on the season. I don't think Beulah haven't seen that uh, film, by the way, probably of that Kindred game and added some features to that today. Shotgun formation. Now two wide receivers, both left and right. Jackson motions right to left across the formation. Quick screen near sideline. That's blown up in the backfield. Back to the 34-yard line. The intended receiver by Sifner. And on the tackle, Nathan Batest, a two a player. It's a three-yard loss. Third down and 12 here for the Saints. Well, that's a guy coming from his outside spot defensively, reading the play, reading the eyes, closing, not getting there too early and wrapping up and tackling. Excellent play by Batesta Bulip. Before you can blink, a potential three-and-out situation here for the Saints offense. Shotgun formation. Euler option play to Curl. Curl tries to get to the boundary to the 40, and he knifes his way close to about the 43-yard line. Nine yards on the carry. Trey Brant, the safety, comes in on the stop brings up fourth down and three and decision time here for coach Dan Schmeeker and it looks like he wants to play field position and punt so give Curl a good nine yards on the carry but Jack you mentioned it about receiving to start and there is a good and a bad with it the bad right there for St. Mary's it looks like they have to punt yeah, and, and that's the, those are the dice you roll when you win the toss and take the ball. You're hoping you can move it, but a three and out, good job by the Miners defensively. St. Mary's comes on to punt the right-footed end over and kick, going to go to the 28-yard line, but test on the return for two yards. It's going to bring up a first down and 10 here as the tackle by Isaac Vandal. Vandal in on the tackle, and here's going to be the, as much as we'll call it, we'll call it the Bueller Minor package, what well, pretty much it is. It's a single ting wing offense from from Fritz Chrysler back in the 30s of Princeton, the 40s of Michigan. Essentially, you're going to have two or three guys in the backfield at any particular time, and they're going to put their hands out as they want to go for the football. This time they go full house backfield right up the middle in on the rush. Looks to be a Skolski, and Skolski gets two yards on the carry. Britt Sifner comes in on the tackle after a game of two. And to that offense, and, and sometimes not unlike you know a lot of the wings, and we see Cheyenne later that'll run at times a pistol wing tee, but you know what it does is give you the opportunity. This all is designed on quarterback reads, Jason. All designed on quarterback reads. If you don't collapse in that second level, they're going to give it to the fullback. If you do, he's going to extend the play. Beulah will come out one wide receiver to the near sideline. Here's that minor package in the backfield. Trey Brandt going to hand off to the near sideline. Batest on a little end around, and Batest gets one yard. And Jack, what Dan Schmeeker said, it's a lot of eye candy. 
There's a ton of eye candy. Stefner in on the tackle again, and we saw it right there where Brant's going to go left. He's going to go right. He might hand it off. He might keep it, or he might hand it to someone else going on a reverse. Yeah, and it's awkward. It's unorthodox is what it is in the backfield. It's not something that you normally see, as you talked about dating back years ago. So, principles, you've got to stay in your fits if you're St. Mary. Third down and seven at the minors, 33 for Beulah. Trips to the near sideline now as Brant is in the gun. Brant's the near sideline. QB keeper gets the 35, has the first down pass the 40 and he pulls his way to the 43 it's a 10-yard carry Stefner coming in on the tackle but that is a marble life Fargo first down and something you don't see too often Jack with Beulah is a three wide up formation but it was a straight read right off the bat for the quarterback Brandt empty backfield quarterback and shotgun Brandt and there's the eye candy you talked about we're going to set trips to a near side and we're just going to directly run it you have clout the left tackle Armani Smith at right tackle Bandora is the guard alongside with Ripplinger and Duchuk at right guard. You have it under center. Handoff goes right up the middle to the 44, to the 45-yard line. Trying to plow his way is Zuroff. And Vondora able to left guard as where they're going around him. You're going to see Zuroff, Patesskolski really running the majority of the offense. Trey Brandt at the quarterback and Andrew Hager with Carson Weigham, the tight ends here this afternoon for Beulah. Yeah, that, that's one of those odd things. you got Brandt here and you got Zuroff here. And it's a direct snap to Dawson Zuroff. But this is wild offense here for Beulah. Like come out full house backfield now they shift to a near sideline is Zuroff in the backfield now it's going to be a straight handoff and make that a straight snap to Batest. Batest tries to find his way to the right not there then he goes back left give a lot of credit to Chase Russell for forcing Batest to go back into the inside it looks like Reese Barnhart Felkley in on the tackle for St. Mary's but Jack you got to give a lot of credit to the senior defensive end Russell to stand his ground yeah the only way that play works if you get push up front and what happened is uh, like you just mentioned you had three St. Mary's Saints it really penetrated that line, and they were in the backfield, and that forced decision time, and Batest lucky to get what he got. Haas, Wycombe, and Russell up front on this St. Mary's three-man front. We'll see a little four-man as this game moves along as well, as Bismarck St. Mary's now will just have three at the line. Beulah, direct snap to Brent, and Brent gets met right at the line. He is wrapped up for about a yard regain. Matt Nafee, the inside linebacker, comes in on that one. Now decision time for Coach Dooley, a fourth down and seven upcoming at their own 46. Scoreless ball game. Seven minutes to play here in the first quarter. St. Mary's, as you said, Jay is rushing three, and now for that linebacker spot, you wonder maybe if Bismarck St. Mary's isn't spying a little bit right there, because that Nafee, he shot immediately on first movement. You're going to see Isaac Vandal in a corner with Thomas Jackson, Schumacher, and Curl at safeties here for the Saints. Right now, it looks like they're going to go for it, but Beulah does have a rugby style of punt with their quarterback in Trey Brent, who's back at his own 40 and here comes the rugby style punt this one's going to go past the 42 the 30 and go out of bounds at about the 26 yard line trapper skolski the actual punter only has four punts on the season they do the majority of their punts with this rugby style of kick that goes about 22 yards so it does flip a little bit of the field and there's a timeout on the gate city bank field with 628 left to play in the opening quarter it's beulah and bismarck st mary's scoreless the saints will have it first and 10 at their own 28 when we return here on 740 The Fan.
Chase Miller, Jack Michaels with you from the Fargham. Grant Kleengard back at our flagship studios. First down and 10 for Bismarck. St. Mary's their second drive of the game. They go triple option play. Euler goes to the outside and coming in was the left end for Beulah. And that's Carson Weigham as well on the outside at linebacker spot. But I tell you what, great pursuit for a loss of one yard by Weiler running that I formation, but the old triple option. Okay, Chase, we're into the second position for St. Mary's. Total yards in this game, like 24. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to a welcome to a, an old National League baseball game here. It's a pitcher's duel. This would be called a slobber knocker early on in this one. It's going to be a shotgun formation and fortunate for St. Mary's. They brought the motion man Jackson across the formation. It ricocheted off his knee, off the hand of Euler. Winter curl for three yards. Ripplinger on the tackle, but Jack, I tell you what, that could have been a disastrous play for the Saints. Instead, it's three yards and third down and eight. Yeah, it, uh, it, the pursuit is what I'm impressed with, really, on both both teams. I mean, that, that that second level, you know, the front line is doing what they're doing. Yeah, that could have been disaster for Bismarck, St. Mary's, and, you know, which team is going to start actually going off that run game plan, I wonder, in this game. They go shotgun formation. They motion Sefner left to right across the formation. Trips now to the right. They pitch it out. Speed option to Curl. Curl looks for a block. Gets the numbers 35. He needs the 38. He's going to be awfully close. He was pushed out of bounds there by Trapper Skolski right at the line to gain, and it looks from our advantage point, Jack, they will. They'll give him the marble life of Fargo first. Now Skolski, though, with great pursuit, but better job by Curl to navigate his way for the first down. And I'll tell you who I'm going to up on that one was the perimeter blocking Brent Sefner, that, that man in the slot on that far side, really freed up, had held his block long enough legally and and freed up the back curl. That's just a nice job of blocking on a perimeter. As they're just getting the chain gang ready across the way, which allows us to tell you enough about our fine sponsors today. Muscatel Subaru, Western State Bank, Nick Storhawk, CPA, and alongside Wilton's Tire Service, thank you for bringing you high school football today. There's our man David Clint. You, you know, go. you mentioned David earlier. He's done so much. He's been officiating in this uh, region, in this area, in the state for many, many years. Gave me my first job in Fargo in 1988. I, I was waiting to say he gave you your first technical foul in 1988. <laughs> I, I was waiting for that to Dave come across. hired me in like 88 as, as a basketball official. Never forget it, Chase. I don't do the math. That was a few years ago. And also something to note, we might have an official review. We've seen one so far today. So if we do have a close first down play or a touchdown play, we do have the ability to review some plays. Euler, QB keeper, right up the middle to the 45, to the 50, makes a man miss, gets to the 45 and down at the 43-yard line. That is a healthy gain of 21 yards. Zane Phillips, the safety, breaks the Make sure they bring Euler down, but Euler, like a snake, just slithering his way through the Miners' defense. Well, I'm not so sure. Beulah wasn't uh, maybe looking at curl, maybe something on the perimeter, and all of a sudden the blocks came up front, and that was nothing but daylight. Nice piece of running by Euler. 155, 5'11". Yeah, he's got good speed. Bismarck, St. Mary's on the season, a team that averages 363 yards of offense, 248 on the ground. First down and 10 for Bismarck, St. Mary's. Option play again. Euler gets to the 40-yard line. Ripplinger comes in on the tackle. It's going to be a six-yard game, but Jack, what we're seeing from St. Mary's right now, didn't see a lot of this option game per se against Kindred, but they're really going to this I formation, running the triple option, but then in the shotgun, they're even going speed option. It's option left and option right. They might as well move this to Dakota Field and call the North Central <laughs> Conference game with Chris Simdorm at quarterback. Yeah, that was a nice job by Euler disguising, pulling that ball out and taking it himself. Four minutes to play in our opening quarter. It's scoreless between Bismarck, St. Mary's, and 
Beulah. And fortunate for Bismarck, St. Mary's coming in unevaded was Armani Smith into the backfield as that Jack from the moment from the center of Indovina to Euler just had a little bit of a hitch. And by the time he tried to get that fullback dive and Euler tried to bring it out of Jackson, all of a sudden Smith was right there for the tackle for loss. And, and you know, okay, you're right. It, fantastic tackle, great read. But every now and then, just even if you don't gain yards, having that fullback get that carry, having that part of that arsenal makes that that pull out and the pitch uh, that much more effective. They're going to call it third and five, ball at the 38 in between the hashes at the minor 38 handoff. Curl cuts back inside to the 35. He spins, he rolls, he needs the 33. Going to be awfully close to the first down. Smith in on the tackle, and it looks to be a half yard shy. So the ball will be spotted in between the 33 and the 34. They need the 33 fourth and a half yard upcoming. Well, I wonder if this this doesn't leave Euler's hand, but uh, let's see what Beulah has. You know, we've seen some fourth down stops, too. Rorick lines up to the right-hand side at wide receiver. It's a double-tight eye formation. Curl dots the eye. Euler handoff curl right up the middle, and Curl plows his way to the 30-yard line for the first down. The tackle, Nathan Batest. That's a first and 10 brought to you by our friends at Marble Life of Fargo. And, Jack, they went behind Wycom. They went behind Rapp on the left-hand side to get the first. Yeah, use that big line, and, and why not? Rapp and Wycom on that left edge, and, and Curl, nice patience. He saw the initial surge then he just put his jets on only needed as you said a half a yard chase easily moving the chain 239 left to play in the opening quarter scoreless between st mary's and beulah by the way just the third possession combined in this one euler with a little hitch and he throws it down the field looking deep down the field has a man touchdown that's rorick rorick bites pater for 31 yards euler to rorick and the saints are marching in up six nothing with 223 left in the first quarter textbook hitch and go textbook what sells that play is Euler hitching that pass to the perimeter like a screen and that gets the safety to bite just enough and that's what happened and then downfield he knew he had him Rorick was was clear by about seven yards all Euler had to do was get air under the ball but Euler sold that screen made the defense bite and delivered the good. Schumacher comes on for the point after attempt, the right-footed kick, a high snap, but a clean hole. The right-footed kick is through, and with 2.23 left to play, it's Bismarck St. Mary's 7, Beulah scoreless. You're listening to high school football, the Class 2A championship here on 740 The Fan. Third drive of the game for between these two teams but for Bismarck St. Mary's they eat up four minutes and five seconds of clock on that drive able to go down the field 72 yards capped up by a 31 passing yard touchdown Euler to Rorick and Jack you know we haven't really said too much today of uh, the quarterback Euler throwing the ball we saw one for a quick screen for minus three yards but that one was right on the money like a drop in the bucket type of throw by Euler. Really impressed by Jackson Euler the uh, senior chase he made a lot of really good decisions on option play St. Mary's blocked well, and then when 31 yards away, that, that hitch and that touchdown pass really performed well. Schumacher end over and kick as Beulah able to get to the 27-yard line. There's a late fumble. There's no whistle on it right now, so now it's literally a dog pile at the 26. St. Mary's, their entire sideline erupted thinking they had the ball, but fortunate for the Miners to recover on that one, and you have Tyler Schaefer, Johnny on the spot, Jack, but you could see the entire St. Mary's sideline pretty much jumped in the air going we got the ball but Beulah somehow came away with it you know what makes me kind of giggle sometimes this happens all across football chase some dudes like 27 yards away going oh it's ours like he can see under that pile you know but you're right every even the guys close thought they
that St. Mary's felt on it. Beulah dodging a bullet. Beulah down by seven now for the first time today. As they'll come up, they'll motion the quarterback, Brant, out to the far sideline here in this minor offense. Batest going to get wrapped up right at the end. Zach Haas comes in on the tackle. Batest with nowhere. And, Jack, two guys that I'm going to single out here for the Saints defense, Chase Russell and Zach Haas, two defensive ends who are doing a phenomenal job early in this first well, quarter. Russell goes 6'1", 280, Chase, to your point. You know, and Haas goes about 245. And what really makes it impressive is that 280 and 245, both have pretty good feet and good balance. And you, you combine balance, feet, strength, and size. That's what allows you to be a good defensive end. They motion Brant out again. They motion Clout, by the way, right to left across the formation. And now they're looking to throw. But Tess goes to Brant down the field at the 50-yard line. Incomplete. Brent had the one little step in front of Isaac Vandal. If they're able to have just a little bit better of a pass there by Batest, they probably are able to hit. And by the way, Batest has came in throwing the football eight to ten times a season. So we're seeing a little wrinkle that time for Coach Dooley. He had uh, he had about 32 yards of airtime with that ball. And uh, you're right. The problem is if he lofts it higher, that allows Vandal to, to come in and maybe make a play. And he was kind of torn in between going really deep or really high. Nice coverage. Not where you want to be, though, with this Miners offense. Third down and 10. Ball at your own 27-yard line as Brant will hand it off to the near sideline, looking for a little bit of a lane is Batesta. Batesta is going to get wrapped up and thrown down like a rag doll by Matt Shear. What a defensive tackle. Almost thought for a second there might have been a face you saw mask, what I saw. but at the end of the day, nothing was called. He brings literally the tail end of the jersey, Jack, kind of like a penguin suit, and rolls him down for a loss. Yeah, that, that's a good job of because both you and I went, ooh, Matt, the hand went up, but he never grasped. He got his hand out of there, thus no flag on a, on a potential face pass because there wasn't one. That was just a good tackle. Under 60 seconds to play here in the opening quarter. We'll maybe see another rugby-style kick by Trey Brennan as he stands back at his own 22. He'll roll to near side, looks to throw. Now he does have the rugby-style kick. No one's back for St. Mary, so this will roll up the 35 to the 30. Take a minor's roll to the 25, and Batest is even trying to give it some air to the 20-yard line. A beautiful kick, but something to watch as a 50-yard kick, though, Jack. As we move forward in this game, Trey Brent has the option. If he looks down the field and someone's open, you might see him throw that football, but instead it's a flip of the field, and the Saints will take over with 39 seconds left to play uh, you know, in this the first year, quarter. This year we've seen a 58-yard field goal by Kenny and Fargo-Shanley. You nailed it. How's a 53-yard punt treat you for Bueller right here? That does flip the field. Bueller needed that. Bismarck St. Mary's will come out under center is Euler. Dot in the eye is Curl. Going to be an option play. This is pitched out to Curl. Curl tries to get to the hash. He does, but he cuts back inside. Breaks not one, but two tackles before Skolski gets enough of them. Then Ripplinger finally brings him down. It's a two-yard game, but Jack, as much as we were talking about the defensive end spots for Bismarck St. Mary's, we were able to see Smith get into the backfield really quick for the Miners. Uh, you, do, you you better wrap up on those backs for uh, St. Mary's. I was really pleased with Batest right there. He held his ground. He, he, he set the edge and didn't give in, so you couldn't go outside. You had to go inside so he funnels uh the back end of ripplinger and, and really able to make the uh, the stop a short gain for st mary's that does it for our first quarter play after one quarter play it's bismarck st mary's seven the Beulah Miners scoreless. It'll be second down and seven for the Saints of the Miners, excuse me, at their own 23-yard line when we return. Timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home here on 740 The Fan. 
After one quarter play, Bismarck St. Mary's with the Jackson Euler to Rorick. That's a Jackson Warwick. Both are Jacksons, by the way, so it's got to be a great name in Bismarck. Jackson Euler to Jackson Warwick for 31 yards is the only score of the game. That makes it 7 nothing. Bismarck St. Mary's. St. Mary's one punt, one touchdown. Beulah with two punts. And, you know, right now, second down and seven, an opportunity for, by the way, Beulah gets the ball to start the second half. Opportunity still for the Miners to try to make this a one-score game if they can get a quick three and out. Chase Miller, Jack Michael is with you from Gate City Bankfield at the Fargodome. Grant Klebgar back at our flagship studios. Bismarck St. Mary's now working left to right and finding a little bit of a crease is Euler up the middle before he is tackled at the 25 and they'll give him the 26 by Trapper Skolski. But we're seeing Euler shimmy. We're seeing him shake. He's got skates back on there, Jack, at the quarterback spot. Yeah, it's incredible. I tell you, Cloud came in, thought he had him in the backfield and all of a sudden Euler wasn't there anymore and uh, he was gone and Skolski able to uh, bring him down, but that is a nice shimmy and a shake for St. Mary's. So third down and four for St. Mary's at the 26. They'll need the 30. Ball between the hashes working left to right. A little option play, read option to Curl, who's got a lane. Ansom past the 30 to the 35-yard line. Trey Brandt on the tackle. That's going to be of 10 yards on the gain. First down and 10 brought to you by Marble Life of Fargo. Well, I don't know who needs restoration on these two teams. They're just going with uh, what's been working for them. And, and right now, you know, those first two possessions that won for either team, Chase, really didn't see any, any movement. Now you're getting the feel that St. Mary's is really starting to dictate this game. Bismarck, St. Mary's, and Beulah, by the way, did not stay in Fargo. They both bust to Fargo today, and they're busing back, respectively, to the capital city and Beulah. Part of it's COVID. Part of it, if you talk to coaches, it's just, I just like to keep everything in a normal routine as much as possible on a Friday. Shotgun formation. Euler has some time to throw. Pocket collapses. Rolls to near sideline. And Beulah's giving pursuit. And Euler maybe gets a yard or two. Might we get a flag on a late hit? We will not. They'll say that the hit was already in play and pushing him out of bounds. But, Jack, we saw one penalty earlier yeah. on a very similar situation in the nine-man game and fortunate for I think it was Ripplinger and Skolski there that they didn't give St. Mary's an extra 15 yards. And, and for those that have never been in the dome or on the field of the dome or certainly on the field during the play of game chase there is padding but there's not a lot of room in those sidelines but behind that padding is cement and rail and uh, that's why you really got to be careful on, on extended tackles out of bounds. Bismarck St. Mary's 10:42 left to play in the opening half up 7-0 over Beulah they have it second down and nine handoff curl bounces to the outside and he's there with Batesta. Batesta grabs the left shoulder pad and brings him down to the turf it's going to be third down and market nine for maybe a gain of a half yard i know this kid can can put up yards rushing i am really impressed with Batesta defensively chase every time it looks like saint mary's is trying to get around the corner Batesta is it had nothing to do with it this kid can play but test of 510 at 160 a senior in the secondary with brent and phillips and zuroff linebackers of ripplinger weigham and skolski clout Avandra, Gilmore, and Smith up front here for Beulah. Third down and eight here for St. Mary's. Shotgun formation. They're looking down the field. Euler pocket collapses. Goals to the numbers. Far sideline 40. Cuts at the 45, and he's going to get a hit and awfully close. He needed the 46. He spun, got hit, got about a half yard. They're going to mark it just shy of the first down. Ripplinger almost, Jack, on the tackle. Moved him an extra yard and a half for the first, but it's going to be fourth and a half yard. They'll mark it at the 40. 
35-yard line. Ripplinger was kind of spinning him, and as he was twisting and turning, Jason, and then all of a sudden, here comes Armani Smith. They like the shick raise of the first blade that lifts <laughs> it up on the next one, cuts it off. Oh, my goodness, they're going to go, it looks like. Well, see if Colin Curl might have a rugby-style kick himself or if they'll go for it. Instead, they're going to give it to Euler. Euler trips over a man, his own man, but gets the first out. He actually tripped over the fullback of Thomas Jackson and then moved forward going from the south to the north end zone. And fortunate there, Jack, that he tripped forward instead of the opposite way because he probably wouldn't have got the first. Converting third downs, converting fourth downs, you know, converting the key word here. Every time you convert, obviously you chew up more yards unless you don't take care of the football and fumble it. We haven't seen that yet, uh, so to speak, here. Well, we've seen a fumble, just not a lost one, Chase. So big drive here by St. Mary's already leading by seven. He curl, dots the eye. You have Sefner motioning right to left across the formation. Eye formation, handoff, stretch play. Curl dances in the lane. Then he's going to get met right at the 50-yard line, but he gets the pile going to the 48 as you have Smith in on the tackle. Four yards on the ground, but very patient running that time by Colin Curl. And sometimes you get to this situation, you're not sure where you want to go, but Curl Jack, we talk about patience. He had a lot of patience to get four yards there. I was about to go down there and kind of prod him to get going, Chase. It was very uncomfortable, but but a smart play as you talk about patience. And if you're Dan Schmeeker, uh, the utopian drive here is work this thing down, chew that clock to about a minute and change, score, and then uh, don't give Beulah any time and go in the locker room up two scores. And Beulah starts with the ball this the second half to more to your point, if that's the case, right. if they can do so. Sefner motioning left to right across the formation. I formation, triple option. Euler pitch play to Curl. Curl to the near sideline. Stiff arms a man at the 45, and he gets sprung out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Trey Brent on the tackle, but Beulah has had that triple option play smelled out throughout the game, and Euler fortunate to get the pitch off, Jack, but once he did, Curl really had nowhere to go. Best defensive play I've seen of a defensive team handling an option or a triple option. They had the dive covered, they had the quarterback spied, and they had the pitch man covered. That's about as good as you can defend an option. Bismarck St. Mary's in their blue tops with their silver pants, the white numerals, the white face mask, the blue helmet with the white SM on either side. The Beulah Miners out in their white tops with white bottoms with blue numerals outlining gold, the gold helmet with the white face mask and a Beulah Miner on either side of the helmet. Low snap, ball's on the turf. Curl picks it up. Curl tries to shimmy and try to get by Ripplinger. He does. He goes to the outside on Batest, and Batest brings him down, but we're going to get a face mask. The question, is it a five-yard or is it a personal foul variety? Right now it's going to be third down and nine, barring either the five yards or the 15 yards, but what was a low snap with which went off the foot of Euler. Curl picked it up, and smartly, Jack, did not put his knee to the turf. And we're going to get a personal foul, so that's big here on the Miners. You'll mark it back to the St. Mary's 49, give them 15 yards, and that's an automatic first down. Yeah, and and, and again, Vitesse just went up high. The play, as you talk about, Chaser, was was broken out of the gate. And so St. Mary's in the scramble mode just trying to get what they can. And Vitesse, who's done so well of containing the outside, not letting St. Mary's get around, that time a stiff arm separated the bodies, and he came back around with his hand and grabbed the mask. First down and 10, Biz. 
Bismarck St. Mary's. 7.37 left to play here in the opening half. Saints up by seven. Euler evades a tackle in the backfield. Now he springs to the near sideline, picks up a block, gets to the 37, and wrapping him up is going to be Zurov. Dawson comes in there, and I tell you what, Beulah has spread out their Saints offense. The Saints trying to go north to south, but really, Jack, they've gone east to west recently here. But somehow, they still have the ball. They've ate up five minutes in this quarter, additional 39 seconds in the second quarter. They've almost chewed up the entire second quarter here so far. Geographically speaking, St. Mary's right now uh, would kind of love to get to Mayville, (laughs) where they're sitting in Fargo, but they're ended up finding themselves in Moorhead or in Valley City. Does that make sense geographically? That makes a lot of sense right now. (laughs) One thing that I know, the clock is ticking, the clock is moving. Both teams with all three timeouts remaining 645, and well, as we just say that, the Saints break the huddle late, and we get a timeout, timeout by Bismarck St. Mary's, brought to you in part by West Funeral Home. Timeout on the floor, 643 left to play in the opening half. Bismarck St. Mary's 7, Beulah scoreless here on the fan. Upcoming after the conclusion of this Class 2A title game, we'll get a Power 5 feature. And by the Power 5 feature, Emmett Kenny, the right-footed kicker, going to Stanford. You have Andrew Langing, who we'll see later tonight for Bismarck St. Mary's, going to Kansas State. We'll hear from both those players and also the conclusion of the Dakota Bowl with Bismarck Century and West Fargo Cheyenne. But right now it's a Class 2A title. 6.43 left to play in the second quarter. Play action here for Euler. Rolls to the left-hand side, has some time to throw. Goes to the fullback in the flat, in complete to Thomas Jackson. If he would have went there earlier, it was there, but by the time Jackson went over there, Jack, he was ran out of real estate. Third down and 11. Probably could have got four yards, but instead third down and long now for the Saints. It wasn't really uh, too deep coverage uh, for, for Beulah that time, so, you know, you looked at guys defensively between Batest and Phelps. The corner came back. Batest, the strong safety went over. The deep ball was covered up. He had to try to choose the short ball and even that one a little bit wide. So nice play again defensively by Beulah. Third down and 11 for St. Mary's. So have two wide receivers split up both left and right. Shotgun formation as you have Jackson working right to left. Speed option. They pitch it out to Curl. Curl gets to the 35, close to the numbers and spun down at the 31-yard line. Coming in on tackle, Zane Phelps, the safety, playing center field, finding Curl. Curl gets a little bit closer here, and I think this makes a decision for Coach Smeaker. Four down territory with the fourth and four upcoming. And Phelps is a tackle. That's about the third time I've seen him, and not to make a Mike Phelps reference, but he just swims his guy, yeah. he, chase? He's, he grabs and then just sends him on a wave. That's three times I've seen him just sling down a St. Mary's ball carrier. St. Mary's quickly gets the line with 15 seconds on the play clock. Two wide receivers both split out left to right. Thomas Jackson motioning right to left. Beulah with four down linemen. They rush four. Speed option gives it to Curl. Curl makes a man miss at the 30 but then gets wrapped up at the 29. The speed option doesn't work that time and for Bismarck St. Mary's we got a late flag as well. The late flag will come up with Sawyer rep, so it'll be a turnover on downs, plus it'll be 15 yards for Beulah. Taryn Larson, nice job, and what I thought, I was looking for a flag initially, Chase, because not that he did it probably personally, but Trey Brand came in to make that tackle, and with helmet to helmet, nothing was called there. You got the call right here after the play. We'll see from Dave Clunt. As he's working the... Uh... First play, first down, after the play, personal foul. Blue, 
That's tough there, Jack, and the Beulah Minor fans are in front of us, and they're clapping and standing because they know offensively it's been tough. So you make the turnover on downs, and you get the 15 yards. It's first and 10 now, Beulah at their own 44. Now, you got plenty of time. You certainly could take a shot, but you got plenty of time still to stay in your your offensive packages, even your sub-packages, and make some noise. Beulah comes out in that Beulah Minor wing T offense. That's going to be a direct snap right up the middle to Skolski, and look at Skolski drive the bus, Jerome Bettis. For five yards, just following Ripplinger, Ducek, Bondora, and how about that? There's who made the stop chase. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll just point a, to everybody. Everybody? Everybody for Bismarck St. Mary's. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Jack Skolski lined up about a yard and a half behind, and then you have Trey Brandt, and alongside with him, Batesta about three yards behind, and that quick little up back, that was one of the better plays right. we've seen from Beulah. Got him four yards and, and change. So three carries for eight yards for Skolski as they come out with the same formation. They go on the backfield. Brant going to keep a QB keeper, and actually they give it to Batesta. If Brant would have taken it, he had the better hole and could have still been running to South Fargo. Instead, it's a five-yard gain. The tackle by Isaac Belkley makes it third down in inches, but if you're Jim Dooley, very reminiscent, Jack, to a triple off offense, you want to stay on schedule, and they're staying on schedule right That's now. That's right. So get this first down. You know, you got some timeouts in your back pocket. You mentioned earlier they get the ball to start the second half. Everything right now, that pendulum has started to sh- swing a little bit back to Beulah. Beulah has it third and inches here at the Saints 47-yard line. Trey Brent on an end around to near sideline. Zurov spins his way to the 40, keeps the pile going to the 35, and picks up three more yards to the 33. It's a 13-yard run. Isaac Belkley in on the tackle, but the Miners with 432 left to play here in the first half have a marble light Fargo first down, down by seven. But, Jack, you felt the Uncle Mo now on the near side, as you mentioned. And, and this is what our whole pregame show. This is all we talked about. This is the game that we expected. I absolutely love it. First down and 10. Beulah will come out in that minor package. Again, you have Batest and Brandt both with the football. And Brandt will have another QB keeper to the 30. Shimmies his way to the 25. And knifes down close to the first down to the 23. Probably a half yard shy. The tackle by the safety of Nick Schumacher. But what we're seeing is three different options on this play. You go right with Batest. You come around on the end around with Zurov to the near sideline. Or you go right up the middle with Trey Brandt and Jack. They're all there right now. And I don't know what you had for breakfast, but Dayton Vondra, the offensive lineman, just made a pancake to, to spring that run. I like syrup on my pancakes. <laughs> well, he uh, had hold, everything on that hold block. Hold the butter, please. A second down and one. This is going to go right up the middle to Skolski, and Skolski gets a couple yards on the outside. He had Zurov, Brandt, and alongside with him, Batest, almost in a bobsled formation going to the right. Skolski, though, gets three yards, and it's a first down in on the tackle. Chase Russell on the offensive line right now, Jack. Really doing a nice job for Coach Dooley and the Beulah Miners. Yeah, this is a nice drive, and it all started with that penalty after stopping St. Mary's on fourth down. They haven't taken their foot off the gas on this drive yet. First down and 10 at the Saints 21. 321 left to play here in the second quarter. It's an end around on Zuroff, and here comes St. Mary's, but Zuroff breaks not one but two tackles. The ball almost comes free as in the backfield right off the bat, Chase Russell able to get there but fortunate because Bismarck St. Mary's also had Sifner in yeah. on the backfield and once he spun Jack I thought you might have got a fumble so fortunate for Zuroff not to cough up the ball. Once he spun I put my hands on my head because Sifner kept him upright and he was kind of in this erect position and here come Russell with a free shot that's a tough kid to take that hit and get off the carpet. 249 and counting here in the second quarter Beulah with all three timeouts remaining so they don't have to be in a hurry by any means but second 
second down in the market 11, but Tess gets stretched out to the right-hand side, gets to the 20, close to the numbers at the 16-yard line. Nick Schumacher was there, Thomas Jackson was there. As we've seen in Nyman and Class A, sometimes the farther classes you get, you don't get as many two-way players, but Jack, in this game, we've really seen almost everyone outside of a handful be two-way players for both clubs. Yeah, a lot of athletes, we talked about the athletes uh, that are on the field here, and we're seeing a ton of them, and I'm just, I'm impressed about the blocking for Beulah and the toughness in which all those backs, that odd, unorthodox backfield runs with the football. Third down and four. You know this is four down territory if Beulah is unable to get it as they go. Minor package, but Tess with a little near sideline counter gets to the 15-yard line, tries to turn the wheels close to the 11. He got knocked down at the 12, so three yards on the rush, but gets awfully close to the first down. The tackle by Nathy makes it fourth down and about a long yard a long yard i hate to say things like this might be the play of the game chase because we're in the first half how big is this if St. Mary's gets a stop? How large is this if Beulah gets the first down and keeps us moving? Oh, we'll find that is out. Huge. We'll find out more after Coach Dooley takes a time off. Brought, <laughs> That's to, you how big West, it is. brought to you by West Funer Home and Life Tribute Center. 90 seconds left to play in the opening half. The Saints lead it 7 to nothing over Beulah here on 740 The Fan. Coming up, we'll get to our North Dakota State College of Science halftime report. The question, will it be a tie ball game? Will St. Mary still have the leader where Beulah maybe find a way to get the touchdown and maybe go for two and they could take the lead? A lot to be decided here. 90 seconds left to play in the opening half. They'll come out fourth and a half yard at the 12-yard line. Batez to the right-hand side. Batez pass the 10 to the 5. Oh, he gets a half yard short of the first. It's an 11-yard rush by Batez. First and goal. Miners, Nathy with a shoestring tackle. Yeah, Nathy with a touchdown saving tackle right there. Knocking on the door, the Miners. Miners quickly gets a line. Trapper Skulski, fullback pitch. He tries to keep rolling, but he's going to be a half yard shy. Bringing him down was Matt Shear and a host of Saints. But if you're Coach Jim Dooley, do you really want to score quickly and give Coach Smeaker and the passing attack of the Saints a shot? with maybe, you know, 30, even 40 seconds left. All I know, Chase, is this drive started Wednesday evening. It did. <laughs> this was just a long, nice, sustained drive here towards the end of the first half. 50, it's been five minutes and 46 yards. They need the extra half yard for the touchdown. Batest, right-hand side, Batest, end zone, touchdown! Nathan Batest scores for the first time today, and the Beulah Miners are on the board with 43 seconds left to play in the first half. It's St. Mary's 7, Beulah 6. We talked about the patience of these running backs in that uh, that old Princeton offense you were describing earlier with backs that are that are offset, unbalanced in the backfield. Direct snap to Batest. He waited for one block to get in front of him, saw the hold, and then he's strong. He just lowered his shoulder. Easy yard, easy touchdown for him. As you have Barbeau on for the extra point. High snap, the hold is down, and Barbeau somehow, somehow, gets that off and you're able to get Jim Dooley looking right to the snapper for Beulah and Isaac Barbo by the way to say hey great job because you just saved us not being down by a point with 43 seconds left to play we're tied at seven here on 740 the fan in the first half the drive four make that five minutes 
Six seconds and 56 yards for the Buell Miners. And I tell you what, that was three yards in a cloud of dust. That was yeah. the definition, Jack, of three yards in a cloud of just, dust. Just, just a consistent continuity, driving, persevering, overcoming. I was about to say, because you talk about high snaps on extra points. You know, the only time announcers announce you know things bad is when snaps go bad and then they blame the snapper you're blaming the holder there's a case where i'm glad you highlighted that hold because that saved that extra point as the beulah miners will be kicking off at the 40 yard line again in high school football collegiate at the 35 here's the right footed line drive kick that's going to roll at the 10 stop at the five and take an extra bounce inside the end zone so an automatic touchback if it was in st mary's would have had to jump on the ball in the shadow of their own end zone. And now if you're Coach Dan Schmeeker, you understand Beulah will start with the football in the second half. Coach Schmeeker has two timeouts remaining, 43 seconds, ball at your own 20. If you're Dan Schmeeker, Jack, understand that Beulah gets the ball to start the second half, do you take a shot or two before you get to halftime? Yeah, I mean, I did in Nintendo, but uh, <laughs> I'm always nervous, Chase, in these things because what you're trying to accomplish uh, sometimes can backfire on you. Euler handoff, curl right up the middle. Curl gets to the 25-yard line and knifes his way to the 28 and close to the 29-yard line. Carson Weigham in on the tackle, nine yards on the game, and St. Mary's right now looks pretty content as there's not too much giddy-up, but Euler quickly gets back to the huddle as they'll break it with 23 seconds and counting here in half number one. I will say this, if they do bust a big one here, then maybe burn one and see what you can do. Sefner goes left to right across the formation. A little speed option play, they'll pitch it to Curl. Curl picks up a block at the 30 to the 35, 40. A flight comes out at the 45 and down to the 49-yard line. However, we'll have a block in the back, and this will come all the way back that negates a 20-yard run and a potential Hail Mary attempt. Instead, Jack, this will make it now second and a country mile. Yeah, yeah, Brett Sifner had an initial block chase, was good. Uh, the defender turned his back. He stayed with it, and that's a two-hand shiver. So that's going to be a hold or block in the back, either way you want to put it. I think it will go down as a holding penalty on uh, Bismarck St. Mary's. Now you just take a knee, and uh, we figured out nothing so far in the first half. Yeah, Dave Clunt <laughs> says block in the back. So, Jack, on your uh, stat book, don't put hold, put block in, the, put back block for, in the back for 10 yards. Regardless, it's now five seconds left, and more than likely for Coach Sneaker, probably taking a knee or a safe play here with just five seconds left to play here in half number one. Coach Julie, curious if he wants to take a timeout or not, but instead... I'll say, nope, let the clock keep going and allow one more play to happen for St. Mary's. St. Mary's will hand it off right up the middle to Colin Curl, who gets bear hugged like a bear coming out of hibernation with honey as that goes down to the ground. Coming in looked like to be Taryn Larson. Larson comes in on that one, and Jack, that pretty much sums up the first half play with how these two teams have played against each other. Each team has had a little bit of momentum. Each team has made some nice plays. Each team has had some nice tackles. As I mentioned, each team has enjoyed a handful of minutes of momentum so it doesn't shock me that here with that being said that we're all knotted up heading into the locker room low score i mentioned pitchers duel earlier in the pregame show we got ourselves a pitchers duel here today at the fargo dome this game not even an hour old and we're already at the half it's bismarck st mary's seven beulah seven you're listening to high school football here on 740 the euler with a little hitch and he throws it down the field looking deep down the field has a man 
Touchdown! That's Rorick! Rorick bites Painter for 31 yards! Euler to Rorick, and the Saints are marching in, up 6-0 with 2.23 left in the first quarter. They need the extra half yard for the touchdown. Batest right-hand side. Batest end zone. Touchdown. Nathan Batest scores for the first time today. Here's are on the board with 43 seconds left to play in the first half. It's St. Mary 7, Beulah 6. Those are the two touchdowns, and both cropped up beautifully by Grant Klebgar back at her flagship studios. Chase Miller, Jack Michaels with you from Gates City Bankfield at the Fargham on one of the quickest first halves of the day. Seven possessions combined between these two teams, and we're tied at seven apiece for St. Mary's. A punt, a touchdown, turnover on downs, and then the half. Well, for Beulah, a punt, a punt, and a touchdown. Jack, you mentioned we haven't really figured out too much. You can call it a defensive slugfest. You can call it a schlobber knocker. You can talk rock'em, sock'em robots. We kind of knew what we were going to get into this game. Two teams that knew each other really well. We mentioned first one to 20 might win. It might be first one to 15 might win. I think the first team that doesn't turn the ball over might win. I think we can add that to that. That's the only thing that would magnify this particular game. If one team puts it on the floor, and, uh, and and turns it over, and that leads to a score off that turnover. So that, that to me, is what I'm looking at in the second half. I know the coaches are cognizant of that. You can't give away any possessions. The both teams have done a pretty good job of that in the first half. Uh, the other thing are penalties. You know, we yes, we've seen a face mask. Yes, we've seen a personal foul penalty So on either team. So those kind of offset, the difference being St. Mary's had their personal foul penalty yep. late in the first half, Chase, that, that, that added 15 yards onto Bueller's drive, and they took it and scored on that. So that, to me, right now is, is a big part of the game. This is our halftime show brought to you by our fine friends at the North Dakota State College of Science. Attending colleges and investment in your future. That's why NDSCS keeps tuition and other college expenses as affordable as possible. In fact, 71% of students attend NDSCS tuition free through grants, scholarships, and sponsorships. And better yet, with more than 80 academic options to choose from, take what interests you and turn it into your career. And the best thing, industry partners, state-of-the-art equipment help ensure your success to open doors to 98%. That's 98% placement after graduation. Visit ndscs.edu today. You can take classes in Wapits and Fargo or online. That's ndscs.edu today to check out a virtual tour or schedule a visit. Before we get to the first half numbers, let's recap what happened earlier today in the Dakota Bowl, the Class A championship. Langdon won 42 to 28 over Lisbon, and that football game, Lisbon came out right on top. Get an early score. Adams with a 55-yard pick, pick six. six, and just like that, you might have thought, well, maybe the win streak, maybe the back-to-back to back state titles might not happen for Langdon, but Langdon, a team that's been here, done that before. The senior class finishes with one loss, and that one loss, November the 10th. 2017, a single-digit loss to Hillsborough Central Valley in the Class A title back in 17. Uh, 58 and three in their last 61 games. I mean, how much more could we add to that? Simon Rumpo, obviously special chase, 130 yards yep. through the air, 135 or so on the ground, three touchdowns. You know, Grant. I mean, the, the whole class. I mean, the whole team is really good, and they got tested, uh, but. Uh, I think I heard you and Joel talking about this. I was texting Joel Heitkamp where I'm going, you know, it's tight. Lisbon saying, and then I just said, they're relentless. Langdon is relentless. They just never, 
they, even when they're down, they, it looked like they're just going to come back. They're relentless. It, it really kudos. Very good program. Down by two scores, but you just felt they took the early punch, and they kept yep. on coming. The nine-man title was a defensive game as well. It was 16 nothing at the half. It was a final. Linton HMB would go on to advance with that 16 nothing victory with a 32-24. to So kind of like this game, not a lot of offense early. The second half opened up a little bit. Linton HMB, though, Lucas Schumacher, three touchdowns, two interceptions as well, playing safety. And better yet, Linton HMB hit on every two-point conversion, which in nine-man football, Jack, you score four touchdowns, you add on four two-point conversions, that's another touchdown equivalent to winning the football game, 32-24, to but give credit to Sandy Laxdahl and his team. Down 24-0 midway through the third quarter, they came all the way back and were an onside kick away from recovering and maybe, just maybe, forcing overtime. It was just uh, crazy how that ended because trying to ice the game on fourth down and, and, and short, and a ball gets jarred free, and they turn the ball over on downs. And, you know, Cavalier with an opportunity, uh, you know, they gave them they 15 seconds to play with uh, and, and trying to get her done late, but uh, it doesn't happen. And, and uh, you know, Linton HMB, congratulations to Tanner Pierce too. You're a good young coach, able to get that done. And you mentioned Schumacher. I think he had, what, 123 on the ground, and you mentioned 100 in the air, three total touchdowns, a couple of picks. Yeah. Fairly decent, uh, fairly decent game. Not bad at all. Sandy Laxdale, coach of the year. Lucas Schumacher, player of the year. By the way, Langdon, on top of picking up the title, uh, you had Romfo with the senior athlete of the year and Kravachka with the coach of the year. So Langdon sweeps the board on that one. Still to come, we'll hear our conversation with Emmett Kenny of Fargo, Shanley, and Andrew Langing as part of our third Dakota Bowl feature. Two kids from the state of North Dakota who are heading quite a ways to play collegiate football. Kenny going to Stanford. A little bit of a family connection there. And Langing, he mentioned it, Jack, when we were going to hear that interview back after the conclusion of this game that Coach Chris Kleiman and that coaching staff being at North Dakota State and having those North Dakota roots played a big part of him going down to Manhattan, Kansas, and going to play for Coach Kleiman on the offensive line yeah. in college. And probably somewhere between guard to guard, I'd imagine, on that offensive line for Andrew Langang. And, and that just that being comfortable uh, with who you know, uh, I think probably tipped the scales, I'd imagine, for Andrew Langang. And no disrespect to Manhattan, Kansas, <laughs> but uh, Palo Alto sounds really <laughs> nice. It's so. fun. To review some plays. Euler, QB keeper, right up the middle, to the 45, to the 50, makes a man miss, gets to the 45, and down at the 43-yard line. It's just been one of those games where three yards here, five yards there, you might spring one for a first down, but for the most part, both teams have done a really nice job of controlling the other and limiting the big play. One of the bigger plays, though, was Euler to roar for 31 yards and a score, but outside of that, Jack, it's really been, before we take a look at the first half numbers, it's really been a battle between, and both coaches talked about it, and it's and it's really a broken record in football, but it's very true. Win the offense and defensive lines, but... We haven't really seen neither team trying to go through the teeth of the opposing defense. They're really trying to get to the edge around the tackles and try to get to the numbers and get some. But at the end of the day, the pursuit in the secondary has yeah. been phenomenal. Uh, great point on chunk plays. You know, there haven't been a lot. You know, coaches try to guard against chunk plays. Yes, the Roark touchdown reception, 31 yards, considered a chunk play. So with that frame of mind, Jason, we talk about lack of chunk plays and where are the yards going to be gained? Where can you chunk enough yards? And you know what that happens? It happens in special teams. It happens on kick returns and or punt returns. Now, here's the problem with that. 
there's only been two scores. So you haven't had a lot of kickoffs in today's game. So taking that logic, that logic of not many big chunk plays, where do chunk plays tend to sometimes happen on special teams? Hasn't been a lot of kickoffs. I'm not saying that this initial kick here in the second half when Bueller will return the ball, but how, how many yards are they going to gain on the kickoff return? What special team coverage going to be? Those are where yards, the, those hidden yards. Craig Ball and I used to talk about this all the time, and, and nobody really talks about, you know, the, the, the kickoffs and special teams yards. These are where big yardage happens. So, Chase, outside of everything else in the second half, I'm curious – what Bueller will do on the first kick return of the second half to see what their starting position is going to be. Here's a look at the first half numbers, team numbers. I tell you what, there's not many yards to be found in these first two quarters this of play. Be your quickest stat. It, uh, it will be. <laughs> Bismarck, St. Mary's, and Bueller combined for 190 yards total in the opening half. St. Mary's with 91 rushing yards. Well, Beulah, 70 yards, all 70 on the ground. One penalty for the Miners of 15, three for Bismarck. St. Mary's for 25, neither team yet with a turnover. On third downs, Beulah, two of five, one of one on fourth downs. St. Mary's, three of seven, two of three on fourth downs. Passing Bismarck, St. Mary's, Euler, two of three for 29 yards and a score. That touchdown, by the way, went to Rorick. Nathan Batest, 0 for one, and alongside a Trey Brent has yet to throw in this football game on the offensive side as we continue here to look at this numbers Bismarck St. Mary 16 carries for Colin Curl for 54 yards Euler 8 for 38 Jackson 1 for minus 1 but test 11 carries for 33 yards Trey Brandt 2 of 7 uh, 2 for 27 Zuroff 3 for 8 and Trapper Skolski 2 for tw- 2 yards rushing Rorick 1 catch for 3 yards and a score and then Sefner 1 catch for minus 2 yards leading tackler Ripplinger for Beulah with five and a half tackles for solo, but Tess with four tackles as well, all solo and a tackle for loss. Sefner with five tackles for a tackle for loss. Nathy in on there too with three tackles. Jack, look at the first half numbers. I guess what stands out most to you in our opening stanza? Yeah, this is the ability to run. I mean, I, the running game as we expected, and, and to see the but the conversions stand out to me, Chase. If you look at the the conversions for both teams, you know, one team is perfect on fourth down conversions, and then the third down conversions are, are relatively high. Uh, another team is a little less on fourth down conversions, but a relatively high third down conversion. So what does that tell me? That this game primarily is being played between the 20s, and and, and it, it's 7-7. Seven to seven. You know, that that's it. So conversions are good. I, I'm just curious if, if St. Mary's gets a little bit, takes a little bit more of their bag. Yep. That we've seen, you know, because I think they might have to. Um, And the other column, and I'll say this, and we haven't seen many, but we've seen poignant. I'm curious about penalties, Chase. If there aren't going to be turnovers, you know, if they control the ball, I'm curious about penalties. We've seen a couple that have cost, including that one late in the first half on a personal foul. As this thing gets tighter and more in the second half, guess what? Emotions rise up. Kids trying to make play. I'm curious about penalties, too, in a second half. That does it for North Dakota State College of Science halftime show. We're back after this with the opening kick of the second half, tied at 7 between Beulah and St. Mary's here on 740 The Fan. 
To start this second half of play, Bismarck St. Mary's will be kicking off at the 40-yard line, working from right to left as we see it inside the Fargo Dome or from the north to the south end zone. Chase Miller, Jack Michaels with you from Gate City Bankfield at the Fargo Dome. Grant Cleavegard back at our flagship studios. You have putting the ball on the tee will be Nick Schumacher, the punter, also the place kicker here for Coach Schmeeker and Bismarck St. Mary's. Here comes a right-footed kick, and this is going to be a end-over-end kick retrieved by Zuroff at the 22 to the 25 between the hashes at the 30 and he breaks the tackle and then going to get hogpiled on at the 31 yard line so about 10 yards on the return you have William Langenfelder in on the tackle which makes it first down and 10 for the Beulah Miners but here you go Beulah can have anything what they did on their last possession of the first half which went 14 56 yards and five and a half minutes of offense, Jack. That's exactly what Coach uh, Dooley wants here. Yeah, no question. A good coverage that time by St. Mary's. You know, uh, 70 yards, a good lengthy chunk of field to go here for Beulah in their first drive of the second half. Beulah will come out in that minor package in the backfield. It's going to be a direct snap to near sideline here, but Tess tries to evade a tackler, but he can't. Looks like Belkley in on the tackle, or is it Matt Shear? Shear was there at outside linebacker, and but Tess just trying to find his way. We talked about Curl being patient at times Beulah has to be patient but Jack if you're patient you got speedy linebackers for both teams are able to come in there and make the defensive tackle it's almost like you're you know it's dark and you're feeling a wall and and where can I get through and you just keep going side to side to side till you find that hole and that's Beulah's offense second down and nine ball at the 33 at the near hash as the miners come out with it as you're gonna go right up the middle the eye candy did not work that time coming in and blowing that play up was Seffner right at the line at his linebacker spot for a tackle for loss it's third and ten this for wrestling he got two points for a takedown chase that's his sixth tackle of the game and knows for the football you talk about reading it st mary's a couple times have just absolutely like they've been in a huddle of beulah an excellent job and beulah miners clad in their white tops with white pants with the blue numerals and the blue stripe with the gold outline and the gold helmet and the white face mask third down and they'll mark it nine back at the 32 they will need just in front of the 41 for the first shotgun formation. Brant rolls to the far side, looks to throw, winds up, heaves, has a man down the field. That's going to be incomplete at the 35-yard line. The intended receiver was Ty Schaefer, the tight end, and Colin Curl playing safety really covered some ground because Schaefer was wide open for a second. Looked good there, didn't it, for a while, Chase? It, uh, you forgot, and Schaefer back there, Colin Curl played center field, and uh, he timed it came over. Kelvin Curl wasn't nervous about that. It looked like he was open, but Curl knew what he was doing, Chase. He almost picked that ball off. Great timing by a superb athlete. 10-33 left to play in the third quarter, and Beulah looks like a three and out here, but we have seen the rugby style of pump by Trey Brandt. Also, you got to feel like there might be a trick up Coach Dooley's sleeve at some time, but Brandt will roll to the near side, gets this one off. Curl is back at the 35. He'll let it bounce to the 33-yard line and down there by Batesse. So one, could have been a block punt. Two, Curl almost thought about a Willie Mays over the shoulder catch. And three, St. Mary's defense forces a three and out, and they get the ball back in. Offense's hands a pretty good field position, Jack, at the 34. Not bad at all. 34-yard punt to boot on that one. So here we go. Second half starts. Beulah had their first uh, uh, first and 10 from their own 30. And now the same areas, roughly in the same spot. We have a media timeout on the field. We'll break as well with 10.25 left to play here in quarter number three. It's Beulah 7, St. Mary's 7. You're listening to high school football here on The Fan. 
Thank you to our fine sponsors of Moore Engineering, Concordia College, Riverside Building Center, and the Union Bank in Beulah. Just some of our fine sponsors for bringing you high school football here yes. today on 740 AM, 107.3 FM. Maybe you're tuning us in a deer stand. I know the deer opener was big last week, and last night traveling to Kindred, there's about two that were ready to go on the road, and I honked the horn. Okay, I didn't honk the horn. I was just glad they went the opposite way, so That's I didn't right. have to honk the horn. First down and 10 for Bismarck St. Mary's. They motion Rourke in the backfield. Now Euler just trying to dance away, finds an avenue to the 35, gets to the 40 and taken down at the 41-yard line. They thank the jet sweep. They thank the dive then to Colin Curl, and Euler just able to kind of tiptoe his way around this Miners defense. Zuroff gets the tackle seven yards on the rush. For the second time I said this today, you know, the patience certainly of St. Mary's offense, but again, uh, the blocking on the perimeter. And Seppner not only is doing the job uh, on various means, but they're asking him to hold his block. And to hold your block on a slow-developing play without holding is impressive. And that time, he was able to hold that block and free up that hole. Second down and three, two wide receivers split on either side. They motion Roberts from right to left across the formation. Or excuse me, that's Jackson. Euler, QB keeper. But this time, Beulah was having none of that. They were Johnny on the spot. As coming in is going to be Tayton Yvondora in on the tackle. The 5'8 junior nose guard makes it third down and three. Well, and then you got Cloud coming in to wrap him up and just swallowing. Nice job of holding their job. How many third downs have we had? It seems. Again, we talked about the conversion. Now, it's been relatively high in the first half. We'll see if uh, St. Mary's can move the chains here. Bismarck, St. Mary's clad in their blue tops, the silver pants, the white numerals and lettering on the jersey alongside the white face mask and the blue helmet. Third down and three. Motion man is Jackson right to left. They run the speed option. They get the option out to Curl, who picks up a block, gets the first down to the 45 and knifes his way to the 47 yard line. Trapper Skolski in on the tackle, got a good outside seal and for Colin Curl, gets a marble like Fargo first down of seven yards. Thomas Jackson and Jackson Rorick. You know, Jackson, as you said, involved in both. Jackson Rorick and Thomas Jackson were the two guys that sealed the block on the near side that freed that up. Again, St. Mary's perimeter blocking doing extremely well. We'll see if they try to hit the middle, but right now having success in delayed and run. 8.40 left to play in the third quarter, tied at 7 between St. Mary's and Beulah. Euler has some time to throw. Shotgun takes a hit, fires down the middle. It's caught at the 40 to the 35. St. Mary's gets to the 20, make that the 31-yard line. In on the reception is Quinn Johnson. Quinn Johnson with a big gain, and Euler took a shot. Dawson Zuroff in on the tackle. Euler just showed me something right there. You mentioned it stayed in the pocket. You know, Ben Roethlisberger you know, sometimes doesn't even stay in that long, and Euler knew it. Why? Because he he saw the route, and when he saw Fedorchik running across uh, down the field, he knew he wanted to give him about three more steps. The problem, he had a defender one step away from him. So he waited two steps, got rid of it, and then just paid for it. And Euler will come out in a shotgun formation. Twins to the right-hand side. Euler with the quick screen now as they go outside of Jackson. Jackson at the numbers to the 30-yard line, and a great tackle coming then on the far outside by Zuroff, as it's going to be about a three-yard gain. Makes it second down and seven. Now we're seeing St. Mary's go to the air a little bit here. Back-to-back passing plays, and sooner or later, Jack, you just kind of wondered when Coach Meeker was going to go, hey, we like to run the ball, yep. but Beulah's done a good job of holding us. Let's try the air and see if the air raid might work yeah, a little that's better. It. We talked a little bit about that at halftime, so you give credit. You know, great great teams make adjustments, and right now, Schmeek's making some big ones. Second down and seven ball at the minor 29 far hash. Handoff to Curl, a little counterplay. Curl actually mows down his own offensive lineman and Sawyer Rep. then three 
Beulah Miners were there in on the tackle. Aaron Ripplinger, part of the party. It'll be third down and three after a five-yard gain where Curl probably slapped the butt of rap and say, get out of my way, dude. <laughs> Remember the Seinfeld where George Costanza ran over the, the, the grandmother during a department fire after eating the eclair? Yeah, that's exactly what he did right there. He just turned out his blocker and said, thanks, but uh, I'm going right through my own man. So a third down upcoming for the Saints. Ball between the hashes, 7.20 left to play in a very back and forth. It's a tight to the best kind of football game here with Coach Dan Schmeeker and Coach Jim Dooley for Beulah. Two wide receivers either side. They motion Sefner left to right across the formation. Beulah will rush for Euler has the first down close to it but we have a flag thrown in at the 24 and typically this is either hands to the face or it's a holding penalty Gilmore comes in on the tackle and it's going to be holding on Bismarck St. Mary. So Jack, you mentioned about timely penalties and that's exactly what we're going to get with a 3rd and 13 upcoming. Yeah, it is and, and those are always uh, sometimes they can, they can stall drives or, or completely stop uh, drives and Well, that I had two guys that I saw out there reaching. They are, uh, well, they, they labeled that on 60, but I didn't see 60. In fact, Chase, I don't even have a 60. I think I have uh, Nick Windsor. Yeah, Nick Windsor also out there, 63. Oh, did Dave say 63? Yep, oh, 63. thought I heard 60. I would never question Dave, <laughs> ever. D- Dave Clump, part of our officiating crew, <laughs> will get to that in a moment after this play. Third down and 13, but can this be a penalty that really almost feels like maybe a turnover in a game like this? Three-step drop for Euler in the gun. Looks down the field. Pocket collapses. Euler rolls to right-hand side. Throws across his body oh what a pass that's caught at the 20 to the 15 right to thomas jackson you're taught not to throw across your body and euler just had that one hang in the air for 20 yards and a marble life fargo first down dawson zuroff in on the tackle that's twice now on this drive that he's done one thing by time and you normally you pay for it when you're in the pocket and he didn't complete that one earlier this time rolled out bob time and then just came back <laughs> over the middle uh, how about the saint mary saints 6 30 left to play in the third quarter still tied at seven a long drive here for the saints handoff goes to curly coming in on an outside uh, corner blitz is nathan batest who just wraps up that play curl couldn't do anything with it jack and you know what give credit to our officials it's been a clean game for them Jim Breen, Connor Dunn, Anthony Holland, Adam yep. Jones, and Dave Klump. But yep. really, they're letting the guys determine it on the field. They've called the ones that they've had to call, and they've let them uh, play. Now, what we're doing is big shout-out to Darren Berger, locking in uh, former St. Mary Saint today, Chase. He's driving to Sioux Falls. Got us on. Got you listening on the fan today. Good to have you, D. Whether you're driving or you're staying here or in a deer stand, we like yep. it. Euler, play action, rolls to near sideline at the numbers. Fires, throws. That's going to be a one-hopper incomplete as he had to roll to near sideline, which is a tough play for any right-handed receiver or quarterback they were looking for Seffner you had Phillips on the coverage but Jack we've seen Euler more times than not roll to the right roll to the right because then kind of like Jake the snake you go with your body but that one had to come across his body still delivered a bullet but it just one hopped the intended receiver and coach Meeker wants to take a time out to talk about a third down and 10 they're very close we'll keep we'll keep it here well third down and 10 but Jack they can kick field goals we haven't said field goal really yet today in this uh, football Dakota Bowl type of game. Nick Schumacher did make a 25-yard field goal against Kindred, roughing the kicker. He had easily enough for that. So I feel like right now if you're Coach Schmeeker, Jack, understand the situation. If you get maybe five yards here, you might feel pretty confident to put the kicker out 
and Schumacher and try to get a 27-yard field goal. If it stands now, it would be a 32-yard attempt, third and 10 for Bismarck. Yeah, right. You know, that that's that's logical. And um, so maybe that's going into this play call for Schmeeks too. You know, let's, you know, do we have to really do we go to a corner fade? Do we go to the air? Do we run our, run our option? What do we do here? So that's probably all factoring into this timeout uh, for them. Back to the last pass play. A right-handed quarterback rolling to the left, throwing across his body. Did you see that ball? I know it was a great effort. That almost popped up and was almost intercepted. Mm-hmm. That That's how close that one was there, too. Let's see what they can do on third and ten for the Saints. So Bismarck St. Mary's after their first timeout here in the second half. Timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. They'll have it third down and ten. By the way, two very legendary coaches, Jim Dooley, ninth year as the head coach of the Beulah Miners, Coach Dan Schmeeker, 47th year with the program, 43rd as the head coach. When you're there that long, they name the field after you. It's third down in 10 here for the Saints as they come out right between the hashes at the 15. Play action. Euler rolls this time to the right-hand side at the numbers. Fires throws incomplete. Looking for Seppner on a deep crossing pattern and he was covered really well. Looks like Skolski. You also have the safety of Trey Brent and here's the decision and here we go. Here comes the field goal opportunity for Coach Dan Schmeeker. It's going to be a 32-yard field goal attempt upcoming here for Nick Schumacher and for the Saints... And the Miners, it's been tough to get points. You're going to take him when he can have a shot. Trying to break a tie here in the third quarter. This is, uh, who would have thought we'd be saying a field goal is a huge thing in this game. Let's see. 32-yard field goal for Nick Schumacher as the holder here for the Saints is Jackson Euler, the quarterback. Euler, it's a high snap. It goes right over Euler, who wasn't ready for it. Schumacher picks it up at the 35, throws incomplete, and St. Mary's was not ready for that one. Euler put his helmet down to the turf, and as he did that, the long snapper chucked the ball and snapped it, and fortunate for the kicker, Schumacher, to pick it up and throw it away, and we got a late flag at the 30-yard line. So hold the phone here, barring the penalty. Right now, the line of scrimmage back at the 15-yard line, and it looks like they're asking Coach Jim Dooley what he wants well, to do with how, the penalty. I'm wondering how many Saints were downfield, by the way, when oh, that broke down. It <laughs> might have been. Where the flag, though, all the way back to the 31-yard line. So we'll hear what Coach Clunt wants to do. Oh. And it's going to be intentional grounding. Is that uh, what I, what I, I saw there? I thought I saw Dave mention that. Let's hear her. Now, that's a tough. That's a tough one, Jack, because it is a, a spot foul. And the other thing, it's a loss down, so it's a it's a two for one. So really, for St. Mary's, here you go, Bula. You go from what was at the 15 yard line. Now Bula will take over first and 10 at the 35 yeah. because of the spot foul. What a huge penalty! There just there wasn't a, anybody within 15 yards uh, uh, to receive that football, Chase. Good oh. call. Very, very, very tough for the Saints, but the good news is you still have to force Bueller to go 65 yards down the field in this type of rock'em, sock'em football game. First down and 10, 529 left to play in the third quarter. Zurhoff, just like a bobsled, trying to plow his way over to the left-hand side, but Zach Haas puts a hand on the hips and bring him back, and that's going to be a second down and eight. Zach Haas, 6'4", 245 in his senior campaign. A lot of good seniors on this St. Mary's team, and he plugs the middle. If you're going to run up the gut against Bismarck St. Mary's, you better try to bulldoze and move the old number 62 out of there, and they haven't done that. Awesome. So second down, and we'll get seven. Five minutes left to play here in the third quarter as the Beulah Miners 
will have it second and seven as they go under center now with Trey Brandt. So Brandt will break the huddle as they have two in the backfield. little misdirection handoff. Trapper Skolski goes right up the middle past the 40 to the 42-yard line. And, Jack, we did get an update here. We were curious of what the 3A title game will start. Uh, we just got an update from Rick's Flaxbarth here. Uh, what do we got? We have 7-10 scheduled start time. So there was a wonder with the speed of this game, Chase, that the 3A game was possibly going to start much earlier than, than uh, we thought. They're going to keep the schedule and, and push that 3A game. We'll start at 7-10 tonight. That's what we can tell you. Thank you very much for the update there. Third down and three. Ball between the hashes at the 42-yard line here for the Miners. End around handoff. This is going to go to left-hand side. Zurhoff just tries to turn his way to the 45. He's met by a blue brick wall. But Zerhoff gets enough for the first down. That's a Marble Life Fargo first down restored. Don't replace your granite marble or tile Marble Life Fargo, number one in restoration. Anybody who has a double-digit number that ends in two was on the tackle. 22, Falkley, 32, Shear, 72, Wycombe. That's pretty good. I looked down there and just said 22, 32, 72. That, was a, that indeed was a blue wall. That was a bingo. I think a good bingo on that one. First <laughs> down and 10 here for the Beulah Miners. Ball at their own 46-yard line at the four hash in this minor single-wing T offense. It's a direct snap to Batesse. Batesse breaks the numbers, gets to the 50, puts the helmet down, and rolls over Jackson for a healthy five yards on first down for the Miners. Thomas Jackson, not uh, not only an early great political leader uh, for our country, but how about that? How about Vitesse? Who got the worst on that, by the way, Chief? Maybe oh, Thomas Jackson, Jackson. I think Jackson did without question. Thomas Jackson, by the way, is senior at 185 pounds, also plays fullback, and really for a fullback, very athletic. They'll motion him out to the slot, use him in a lot of different ways here for Coach Smeaker. Three minutes left to play in the third quarter. We're still tied at seven apiece. Second down and four. A direct snap goes to Vitesse. Vitesse just waiting and trying patiently waiting, and he gets two yards on the tackle, but as we mentioned, Jack, just very good pursuit. Chase Russell from his defensive end spot, able to make the tackle. But as you go here, you kind of just take a step and a step, but you're not moving forward. You're moving laterally, which allows the defensive end on the far side, near side, or linebackers to make a play. Right on the money, Chase. You've got four guys blocking for you in front, but the problem is they're not exactly moving directly forward. So it's just shifting, shifting, trying to find a hole. St. Mary stays in their fits. Third down and one at the 45-yard line for the Miners. They need the 44 for the first. The direct snap to Batesse. Batesse is going to be awfully close. Depends on the spot. Looks like he has enough as Jackson in on the tackle. A yard and a half game for Batesse. And what we're seeing, back-to-back plays, a direct snap to Batesse. He's following Brant, by the way. If you're a quarterback, uh, you're not going to throw the ball much. You're going to block more in this offense. And you follow Brant twice to get the first down. The folks that bought tickets and are sitting between the 30-yard lines they are having it. the best view of this game. They love it. They absolutely <laughs> love it. All the action. First down and 10 for the Beulah Miners. 2.04 left to play in the third quarter. Still tied at 7. Direct snap. This will be to Skolski right up the middle. Skolski with the fullback direct snap, which you don't say often in football. For three yards, you had Haas. You also had on the outside Wycombe, a couple of big offensive linemen, Russell. Those guys were probably going to be exhausted after this game gets done. It is uh, it is eye candy, isn't it? I mean, that looked like the old fumble Ruska. It didn't even look like he snapped it to anybody that time, but it was so direct short to the up man in Skulski. 
you know, three yards and a cloud of turf. I like what you're saying. As the Miners <laughs> working from the south to the north end zone here inside the Fargnum under 90 seconds playing the third quarter. Trey Brant this time will hand it off to Batest, and Batest gets to the 30. They'll mark it eight-yard line. So just two yards on the play as Matt Shear comes in on the tackle, third and a long five for the Miners. Well, then don't break is the mantra defensively here. Nobody's really busted really yet, not not big time. And, and again, close to the best in this third quarter is absolutely accelerating by here in a 7-7 game. This game just kicked off, I believe, Jack, around 3-10 or so. So I I got an hour and 24 minutes. But when you like to run the football, this is what you're going to get in a game like this. The Beulah Miners will come out again, third down and four, as they have three players in the backfield. Direct snap goes to Skolski, fullback dive, and he gets short of the first down, two yards and the line to gain. And if Beulah wants to, they can milk this all the way to the fourth quarter without having to run a play, which could be very large in what has been only three possessions combined between Beulah and St. Mary's in this third quarter. Not a bad call for Jim Dooley because he saw it on first down, get four yards on that direct uh, snap to the up-back skull ski chase. They needed four, thought, why not? Let's go back to it. Didn't get the four this time, got the three. And as you said, Beulah says, all right, We'll hang out to the fourth quarter to see how this uh, drive ends. Whole teams and their fan bases standing up and making some noise. We have 12 minutes. Well, we know we got 12 minutes. Might we get overtime? <laughs> we'll find out. We're tied at 7. St. Mary's and Beulah. It's a Class 2A title here on The Fan. Just the fifth possession for Beulah in this football game. St. Mary's, by the way, with five. Jack, we've only had ten possessions combined in this title game in 2A, and we're entering the fourth quarter. And I don't want to jinx anybody, and no turnovers, right? So, again, the the key here... No turnovers in the game. <laughs> We've seen some fourth down conversions We've for both teams here, Chase, and we're going to try to see another fourth down conversion for Beulah. Fourth down and one for the Miners. They need the Saints 33. It's a late snap. It's a handoff to Skolski. I'm not sure he's going to get there. Going to depend on the spot from our officiating crew here. It was an awkward snap by the time Brent handed it off to the fullback that mm. time, right up the middle, and it's really going to depend on the spot as they needed all of the 33 <laughs> For the first, and we might get our first time where they bring the chain gang out, and there we go. I would say so. It's all depending on if that line judge wears a size 13 or 14. (laughs) We haven't seen the chain gang, to my knowledge, Jack, in either of the first two title games come out. We've seen one uh, instant replay review. Outside of that, hasn't been much outside of let's just go play football, and they'll have to stretch it out. And the stretch, and it looks like it's going to be just short, and it is. It's a turnover on downs, and the Saints' defense holds by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin on a Friday, November the 13th, late afternoon in the Dome. It looks like it has size 13 on the 13th, Chase, not a 14, and that was was tight. You nailed it, Chase, right on the end of that play. I think your words were, I'm not so sure he got this, and you're exactly right on the money. I, I would say... You know where the white stripe is on the end of the cone of a yep. football? Yep. Between that and the end, the point of the football is about the old, about what they missed it by. Coming up, we'll get to our CI Sport player of the game on our halftime show. The question is, will we have overtime? We haven't had an overtime here today. Well, we got we got till 7-10. We, so. got, we got a while. <laughs> and off goes right up the middle to Colin Curl, and Colin Curl's met there by Skalski, maybe for a yard. And he just wondered, Jack, I understand the running ability here by St. Mary's, but you just feel that St. Mary's best offense 
might be an opportunity to pass the football as we have an official's timeout here. Might have some blood as Ripplinger will have to come out of the game for a second. But you just feel like St. Mary's, when they get the air game going, that's when you might be able to break a tackle and really spring a big one. Yeah, Euler rolling out of the pocket looking downfield has been effective for Bismarck St. Mary's in key spots. I think you run for show and maybe go to that play for Doe possibly here. As they go under center, Euler curl dots the eye, handoff curl, stretch play to left-hand side, gets to the hash, and he plows forward for a healthy four yards. Colin Curl was met in the gap for about a one-yard gain, and he plowed over two Beulah Miners to get three yards, got a little bit of help. Gilmore in on the tackle. Curl just embedded himself into Gilmore's sternum. I mean, and he fell backwards tackling him, and those two were just lying on the ground, I don't know, chatting about what they're doing for Thanksgiving. They they became very close friends there all of a sudden. Curl with 21 carries for 70 yards on the afternoon. One wide receiver roared to the far sideline. Third down and five at the 39 for the Saints. They're on 39. It's a fullback trap that goes nowhere. Jackson gets absolutely lit by Trapper Skolski for a tackle for loss. It's blow for blow. Defense, defense, and now a punt coming up for the Saints. That, that's just reading it. Scalsey, here's a linebacker because if you miss that fit, if that's not the play call, you're in trouble. If that goes around the corner, now that takes a linebacker out of the equation. Skulski didn't guess right. He just stayed home and filled the right spot and just lit him up. This has been a hard-hitting football kind of game. Bring your minor helmet, no pun intended, in this one. Fourth down, and they'll come on to punt. And end over and pump by Schumacher that goes all the way back to the 24-yard line by Batest. And Batest gets hogtied, not up and down. And Batest goes nowhere. First and 10 for the Bismarck St. Mary Saints as they'll take over at their own uh, excuse me, that'll be for the Beulah Miners as they'll take over at their own 26-yard line after the Saints have to punt that football away. Yeah, a good punt right there. Better coverage uh, that time by Jackson Rorick and Isaac Bandall getting down the field and once again, here we sit, playing football between the 20s at the Fargo Dome, Chase. Something's got to give, Chase Miller. We'll find out if it does in regulation. 10.07 left to play. We're tied at 7. Beulah and St. Mary's. No one has scored since the first half. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl Class 2A Championship on the fan. Come back here. Trey Brandt rolls to the right-hand side, steps up, fires, throws, looks down the field, and Easton Shotzi was there at the 20, make that the 30-yard line, but just by over a half-yard overshoots him. Man-on-man coverage. You knew sooner or later Beulah would have to take a shot down the field. Man coverage, it was there, but unfortunate for the Miners. Just really haven't been able to convert through the air so far this afternoon. And I look at it, and you laid it out. I mean, that's that's not their game. I'm Beulah this year passed for just 768 yards, Chase, and they rushed for 3,274. <laughs> As they come out, trips the near sideline. Brand QB keeper right up the middle to the 25-30. Look out at the numbers, 35 to the 40, and he's rolled out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Brent with 16 yards on the rush. Isaac Vandal in on the tackle with Nick Schumacher, but one of the better plays we've seen and better holes as well, Jack, with the polling guard Ripplinger, or I should say the center pulled on that one to open up the hole. Yeah, got a good kick out block 
block there, too, and then it's just nothing about uh, the athleticism of Trey ba- uh, Bryant. And we talk about bending, don't breaking on the defensive side. That was almost a break right there for St. Mary's. Almost a real big hit by Beulah. St. Mary's are two timeouts. Beulah with three. 9.35 left to play in the fourth quarter. We're tied like a broken record at seven. First and ten at the 41, and Brent is going nowhere. Sifner, look out as you would in track. Right from the line, comes up firing for a three-yard tackle for loss. Yeah, you can try that spin and pirouette if you're the quarterback on that direct snap and try to pretend you're going to toss that to the right side. Guess who wasn't buying any of it? That's Brent Sifner. He came in, and he got to him before he even had a chance to turn around, Chase. A loss of a few yards big time play by the Saints that was just like uh being in the 50 meter or 100 meter if you go off the blocks quick you might win the race and that's exactly what Sifner did second down in the market 12 direct snap goes to Batest Batest tries to cut back in but there you go Jack Wycombe the nose guard able to get their outside linebacker as well for Bismarck St. Mary's but Batest had nowhere to go and really Jack it might be whose defense forces a turnover might be the winner in this contest because both teams are like looking in a mirror just a different way of doing business. Credit his boys for holding on to that football too you're right Wycombe really lit him up and then Sifner came in and cleaned him up and St. Mary's, hey, they're, they're a championship club. They're not gonna they're not gonna bend this easy. Third down and eleven at the thirty-nine yard line. They will need to get just over the fifty for the first direct snap. This comes to near sideline to Zuroff, and Zuroff gets tackled from behind. No one blocked the outside linebacker of Matt Shear, who just goes right down Broadway for the tackle for a loss, and he didn't have the 56 Chevy. He brought the 2017 Ford Mustang and broomed his way for the tackle for a loss. He's not blocked because Beulah's expecting to already be gone by the time that outside linebacker comes, and Shear's eyes went from dime size to quarter to 50 cent piece to silver dollars. He tracked him down and brought him down excellent play by Matt Shear. Fourth down and 12 as Beulah will probably see the rugby punt here by Trey Brandt as it's back at their own 39. Brandt rolls to right-hand side. Now he'll have the rugby-style punt, a great punt that bounces at the 27, takes a Beulah minor roll past the 20 and all the way down to the 15-yard lane. A 46-yard punt for Brandt, and it flips the field and field position, Jack. It's like if you have Lake real estate if you have a really good sugar beet field in the red river valley or maybe you got some sandy soil it's been prime to have really good field position as we have a timeout on the field we'll keep it here with 723 left to play in the fourth quarter it's bismarck st mary seven the beulah minor seven beulah right now 46 yards by batas suroff with 14 brant Five for 37 for the Bismarck St. Mary Saints. Colin Curl, 21 carries for 70 yards. Euler, 10 for 45. Euler through the air, able to get the one big touchdown to Roark for 31 yards. But outside of that, Jack, haven't seen a bigger play from scrimmage outside that 31-yard touchdown reception. No, we haven't. We've been talking about it all day long. This really is a game play between the 20s, and the score uh, really reflects that. You know, not at its seven. And, and you mentioned the minimal possessions total in this game. Well, here we sit. We're in the fourth quarter. There's 7:23. I mean, if St. Mary's can find a, a way to, to sustain one of those patented five-minute drives, <laughs> I mean, they could ice this thing up. You mentioned earlier, is this a point where the next team to score wins? Now I can safely say, Chase, I think the answer is yes. Next team to score wins. I, I don't, you know, we haven't just seen, we haven't seen big chunk plays. We've seen maybe one, and it wasn't chunky chunk. It was 31 yards. I, I agree. I think the next team to score possibly wins this championship. Seven 
and seven with 7.23 left to play in the fourth quarter. Play action. Euler to the near side. Goes to the QB flat. That's to Jackson at the 20 to the 25. And they ran that play an awful lot against Kindred. Enough to really get Jackson involved in the offense. And very reminiscent to what a Tyler Roll kind of guy loved to do for the NDSU Bison. Go to that fullback spot. Go out into the flat. Get five yards. Get some yak yardage as well. 11 yards. Marble at Fargo. First down for the Saints. The good news, if you're Bismarck St. Mary's, is is you've got the ball. You've got, you know, the time, you know, it's on your side just as much as it's on Beeler's. It's a tie game. And, you know, you're just asking if you're Dan Schmaker, blockers block, careful with the football, let's sustain it, and go down and put points on. Pistol formation now for Euler with Colin Curl in the backfield. They'll run an option play. Euler has some time to throw. It does. It's tipped, and it's incomplete. Skolski got the tip of the 35. Euler coming across his body looking for Sefner and alongside Schaefer were in the pattern. Clock stops at 7-12 remaining, but a wrinkle. We haven't seen the read option and then stops, does Euler, Jack, and then throws the ball down the field. So an RPO game just there for St. Mary's, that could have been very dangerous oh, yeah. to a turnover. Yeah, they dodged a bullet, especially with a, a, a tip on it. A little bit of a zone more in coverage uh, back here for the Beulah Miners. Anytime you see a tip ball and, and it's something that's not man-to-man, boy, eight times out of ten, you see that ball pick because there's just so many guys in that area. Second down and ten for St. Mary's. You have Jackson motioning right to left. Going to be a speed option. Pitch goes to Curl. Curl then's going to break a tackle at the 20. Gets to the 25, but Ripplinger comes in there, and Batest able to make the first tackle. Ripplinger finishes him off. It's a one-yard loss, and you know what? That speed option play, it either has worked for eight to ten, or it's been a tackle for a loss this afternoon for the Saints. Uh, Batest didn't get the tackle, but you saw it. He came in and made him adjust and curl trying to get to the perimeter and then ripplinger said thank you mr batest i'll, I'll finish it <laughs> off for you and third down and 11 so 640 left to play in the fourth quarter i promise you we'll get to our ci sport player of the game at some point it's just it might be for a while yeah. here two wide receivers split on either side they motion left to right into the backfield here for the saints that's what colin curl trips near sideline twins to left euler has some time the pocket collapses euler now goes to the far sideline at the numbers looks down the field now to the 25 tucks and runs 30 has the first down 35 and euler gets the first with yards to spare pushed out of bounds at the 38 as he came near sideline between the hashes back to the 10 and he able to get the first down for make it 11, 13 yards on the rush, but Jackie really ran for about 30. Amari Gilmore uh, was with, saw his name in lights. He had it. He had him back. He had the big-time sack, and then somehow Euler was able to free himself and then pick up a block, and Gilmore was taken out of the play, and then Euler was able to run down and get that scramble yards for a first down. Bismarck St. Mary's working left to right across your radio dial. Shotgun formation again for Euler. Beulah with four men at the line. They'll bring for QB keeper. That's going to be past the 40, and Ripplinger gets the tackle, and here's the spread. You're motioning out. You're spreading out. You're really making Beulah have to defend both sides of the football field and a couple good plays and more importantly it might take a Euler backyard football play to win this game for the Saints they get seven yards on the rush brings up second and three well well, right now without question the the play of the game so far is that last scramble two plays ago by Euler and you're right St. Mary's now you you feel that momentum that pendulum swing a little bit to the boys in blue second and three ball at the 45 of the Saints ball between the hashes option play for 
Euler as he throws it down the field. It's almost picked up. A read option. He literally floats the ball down the field looking for Jackson. Was picked off. He had Skolski, had Batest. He also had Zuroff. And oh, by the way, yet another Beulah Miner there in Carson Weigham. How did that one not get picked after the deflection at the 50-yard line? If I'm a Saints fan tuning in right now, your team has dodged two gigantic bullets, two near picks. We talk about turnovers. They're playing with fire right now. Third down and three. The question is, will it burn them? Two wide receivers, both left and right. Shotgun formation, curl to the right as they motion curl out now to the near sideline. Euler, QB keeper again. Kickout block comes. Euler gets the first down to the 50 and taken down into minor territory at the 44-yard line. Jack, we've seen it now once. We've seen it twice. We got a Beulah minor down on the turf at the 46 as it's Vondra coming up a little bit limp, but he's able to get back up but eight yards on the rush by Euler. Well, the kickout block you saw was from Windsor, the offensive guard up front by Bismarck St. Mary's. He stuck a forearm shiver into Taryn Larson of the Beulah Miners, kicked him out. That allowed that hole to open up. 5-10 and counting here in quarter number four. We're tied at seven. Two wide receivers either side. They motion Sifner now left to right across the formation. Option play coming. Pitch goes to Curl. Curl gets the numbers at the 45. Puts the helmet down. Drakes the defenders are off with him to the 40. That's seven yards on the gain. And I tell you what, Euler's taking some shots here in this one as he done on the speed option. But if you're St. Mary's, you start looking at the clock and you go, we don't want to give Beulah the ball back. And if you're Coach Dooley, when do you maybe start calling timeouts to save some of the clock here if the Saints pick up yeah, a first? And all those are legitimate questions, Chase. But there's no guarantee that St. Mary's is putting this one in. I mean, Beulah's not, they haven't broken. They're bending a little bit. You know, they can, they can do this for a while as long as they don't give up the big one and or a few goal attempt. Two wide receivers either side again. It's going to be a read option play. Handoff to Curl and Curl able to get five yards taken down by a host of minors. Jacob Clout was in there on the tackle. Five yards on the gain but St. Mary's they'll gladly take five, six, seven yards to about 30 seconds per play and as we mentioned they have a field goal opportunity but after the first field goal attempt went awry you wonder if Coach Meeker really wants to go back down that avenue. This is where it's about the line. It's about the lineman. How much do you have in you how much can you move your guy off a block here we sit in a 7-7 game as you said nobody has scored in the second half how much do you have in your tank to open up some holes under four minutes to play tied at seven between st mary's and beulah handoff curl right up the middle and curl's gonna get met at the 34 yard line coming in on the tackle for the beulah miners that's gonna be trapper skolski for one yard curl now 25 carries for 82 yards euler 13 for 73 it's been a one-two combination but Beulah holding steady. Tough to run without your legs. Yeah, very much so. That was about his textbook tackle. Skalski, he is an athlete. He went down, grabbed both those legs, and wrapped him up. Two wide receivers either side in the shotgun for Euler. Motion man going right to left is Jackson. In the gun, low snap, speed option, pitch to the left-hand side to Curl. Curl picks up a block at the numbers, 35-30, and pushed out of bounds by Phillips. Excuse me, he's pushed out of bounds by, yes, Zane Phillips at about the 26-yard line, so eight yards on the gain, and St. Mary's knocking close to another Marble Life Fargo first down. Sometimes it's the block that you don't make that helps you out. I'll explain. Brett Sefner was blocking Batest. Batest turned his back. Sifner did not stay with that block because he knew it was going to be a block in the back. He backed off, 
Runner came around, Chase. Sometimes it's the ones you don't make contact with that helps break a play. Curl was pushed out of bounds, so essentially it's a free timeout, but neither team really needs a timeout. But regardless, it stops the clock here with 3.12 left to play in the fourth quarter. Shotgun formation. Motion man is Sefner left to right. Handoff curl right up the middle. Has the first down with plenty to spare to the 22-yard line. So again, Jack, I'll ask. If you're Coach Jim Dooley, four yards on the game for Colin Curl, when do you start thinking about using timeouts here to save some of the clock if the Saints score to try to get the ball back? First of all, Sawyer Rapp, another great block there. Chase, now I agree with you. Now I think you're in that moment where you might want, because you're not this big chunk play team, Beulah's that methodical run play. So I think once we get inside, certainly if two chase are going to have to do it. And right now, I would say they have to really start thinking about burning timeout. 2.45 left to play in the fourth quarter. Handoff curl right up the middle, and he's able to bring not one, but two minors with him past the 20 to the 19-yard line. Three yards on the rush, and Colin Curl now 28 carries for 97 yards, knocking on the door for the century mark. The problem is... <laughs> Do you save them for for offense? Correct. Or do you use them? Especially when you're not a passing team. Right. It's just, uh, you know, right now, Bueller doesn't think that St. Mary's can score. They're just going to try to stop them. For Bismarck, St. Mary's, they'll go left to right in the formation with Sefner. Speed option near sideline. Curl makes a man miss, gets the 20, but he's tackled there for a loss by Trapper. Skalski, a three-yard loss, brings up third down and 10. And here's kind of that no-man's land again for Coach Schmeeker. If you don't get any yards, it's a 37-yard field goal. If you don't get a first down, you can still milk the clock. But are we in four-down territory? Or are we in field goal range for Coach uh, Schmeeker and Nick Schumacher? Just outside the red zone here. That these are. This is why you get paid. Oh, well, they don't get paid the big <laughs> This is why when you've been coaching for Dan Schmeeker, he's got an answer for you, Chase. He's only been coaching 43 years. Uh, so, But I'm curious as you are. This is a huge one right here. Coach Schmeeker might call a timeout as the Saints break the huddle late at three, at two, at one. They get the playoff. Euler rolls the left-hand side, fires across his body, incomplete incomplete they were looking for Rorick and Trey Brandt played that play beautifully they rolled out Euler to the left hand side looking for a 10 yard hitch and Brandt was Johnny on the spot nearly the third pick on this drive not a bad ball I mean Euler laid it out you're right it it was it was a joust it was a 50-50 ball and Brandt knocked it away and here comes your decision that rhetorical question you just asked with a buck 24 and a 7-7 game chase are they going to try for the 37 yarder or on fourth down and eight try to get the first down and maybe give the ball back to Beulah oh my goodness looks like the Saints will try to go for it but the play clock's at five it's at four it's at three it's at two they're gonna have to call a timeout and they do and Colin Curl almost jumped offside we'll take a break with them 124 left to play here in the fourth quarter tied at seven timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Trip Center fourth and eight from the minor 20 for the Saints, and we return on the fan. All over a decade ago, Shanley and Devils Lake played to an overtime title game here in Class 2A. You don't get to see them too often once you get to a title at any level, but this has been a well-played all three games so far today have been tight to the vest into the fourth quarter. Bismarck-St. Mary's after the timeout, only one remaining. Beulah with three, 84 seconds left to play. We're tied at seven. St. Mary's and Beulah, and St. Mary's will go for the first down. Euler comes out. Shotgun formation, two wide receivers. 
receivers split on either side. They motion curl out to the left. Bueller with four down linemen. We'll see if it's a QB draw. Low snap. Euler has to roll to the near sideline. Euler has real estate in front of him. 20, 15, 10, and he walks out of bounds. Euler with a low snap with an absolute beautiful backyard football play. Marble life of Fargo. Euler for 10 yards and a first. Well, if you're the Bueller Miners, you got to account for the receivers. you got to account for the slot, the, the split. you got to account for the man on the inside. you got to count and contain. The one thing they didn't count on was Euler breaking to his right. They were looking. Everybody was shading left, Chase. And Euler saw the angle. He knew he needed to get to the 12. He got to the 10, got out of bounds. And don't look now. The Saints are marching. Bounce at the 10. So that is large instead of the 11. Ooh. First and a goal about as long as you can go at the 10-yard line. Shotgun formation. Low snap again. Euler, though, trying to find a block behind Colin Curl. Able to get maybe two yards on the play. In on the tackle, Taron, and that is Larson. And now, again, here's the chess match. If you're Coach Dooley, do you trust your defense enough to not call timeouts, allow the Saints? But the Saints were in field goal range, but we saw a miscue already on the field goal opportunity has any and i'm sure the answer might be yes and we've done a lot of these over the years countless of them chase has any dakota bowl championship ended on a final play of the game field goal that's the question I because this one might come down to it it very tough and remember shanley with jordan was there there might have been a 3a game or two that was yeah that was close but not off the top of my head, Jack. 30 seconds left to play in core number four. Shotgun formation. Euler bounces to left-hand side. Euler makes the man miss, picks up a block, gets tackled then at the two-yard line, and they're going to mark him down at the three with 23 seconds left to play. There is a timeout by the Beulah Miners. So Beulah takes their first with 22 seconds left to play. Third down and goal. And the Bismarck St. Mary Saints knocking on the door. Here's the problem. If you don't get the first, that is a hard angle for any kicker, Jack, Mm -hmm. at the far side to try to kick a field goal. Obviously, you will love to find a way. And thank you very much to our man, Brad Anderson. Shanley beat Devils Lake on a field goal at the Horn back in 2010. And I believe that was Jordan. If I remember, Thomas Jordan's younger brother made that field goal, who, by the way, had Emmett Kenny kind of like 40 to 50-yard range range. back in there. So there's your answer right there. But, Jack, timeout by Beulah. Two timeouts remaining. St. Mary's, if it is a bad play, you still can stop the clock with one timeout. Right. Third and goal. I got to have a feeling it's it's Euler left or right here, right? And to your point, I'm not so sure that that St. Mary's on this play maybe doesn't do that quarterback draw or gets the ball somewhere between the hashes. Uh, as opposed to running the risk of going outside just to set up a field goal kicking position that's more advantageous. The Saints haven't scored since the 223 mark in the first quarter. We're tied at seven. Third and goal. Ball at the minor three. St. Mary's shotgun formation. Euler, QB keeper. Euler's going to get hogtied. He stretches late. He's down, though, at the two. And the clock will stop with 16 seconds as Coach Dooley takes his second time out. So about six seconds comes off the clock, and I thought that last stretch by Euler Miter got him in. So here's your decision for Coach Meeker. Fourth and goal at the two. Do you go for it with Euler and the offense, or do you kick it with Schumacher, which would be 19 yards, and after having a, well, let's just put it bluntly, Jack, a very miscue on a field goal earlier in the third quarter. Here's what you do, Chase. You have Schumacher come in attempt a potential game-winning field goal with the knowledge that if he doesn't get it, you can hold Beulah and try to win an overtime. 
There you go. That, that's your opportunity that's here. That's my thought. And if I'm Coach Dan Schmieker or Jim Dooley, you both get a timeout at least remaining here. So you can see the formation, play a little cat and mouse game if you want, call a timeout, and if Coach Schmieker doesn't like what he sees or he, Coach Dooley you don't like what you see, you can call a timeout. But the Saints, they're going to come on for the field goal. So they'll give the opportunity again to Nick Schumacher. Jackson Euler will hold. This is for 19 yards and for Bismarck St. Mary's a chance to go up by three with 18 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. Here's the snap. Clean snap. Clean hold. The right footed kick. End over end is up and it's good with 15 seconds left to play. Nick Schumacher buries one from 19 yards and the Saints lead by three in the Class 2A championship over the Beulah Miners. And there's your answer, and and that's the right call. That is the right call. If 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 the if the decision is between taking a shot from two yards out, running the risk of getting stopped and turning the ball over on downs, or kicking a what is kind of a chip shot field goal, but I know they're all tough, and getting points and, and winning it, you go for the chance to win the game, and, and that's exactly what Dan Schmieker did. And credit the right leg, he got it up. The snap was clean. The hold was good, and there's still some time on the board. But how about this game here today? It's going to be tough here for Beulah because this is a team that really doesn't kick field goals, by the way. Trey Brant, though, we've seen the arm jack. If they can get to the 50, Brant has enough to try to throw a Hail Mary. Just kind of depends for St. Mary's on the kickoff. If the ball does go out of bounds, ball will be spotted at the 35-yard line if it is a kickoff out of bounds. If you're St. Mary's here, maybe we'll see a squib kick because you do have a right. couple guys back there with Brant, Zuroff, but tests that have some wheels and also Jim Dooley's been known to be a trick trick play caller at times does he throw something out here on special teams yep. you, and, and yeah you don't want to return here you don't want a big return you you stick this somewhere in between maybe even squib it a little bit make them field the football Schumacher right footed kick a beautiful kick end over end goes to the far sideline rolls to Brent at the 13 Brent with a cross court pass like a music city Hail Mary that's a lateral St. Mary's gets on it and they got the ball to 10 to the 5 Saints end zone oh the Saints go marching in the touchdown Isaac Vandal Isaac Vandal puts it in the end zone and the Saints will walk away with a touchdown and on top of that they will find themselves as the class 2A champs it's 16-7 St. Mary's well the return we've seen it before they're looking for that miracle that throwback lateral behind the line problem was brant got some air on that threw it wide it hopped on the turf and johnny on the spot isaac vandal picks it up kept his feet in bounds in the sideline he could have sat down i guess for all that matters but you know what hey i'm on a chance to score how would you like to be isaac vandal the underclassman 5'8 145 pounder finds a way grabs it chase and seals the deal and ironically the one turnover we see in this game and we've seen all we mentioned it trick plays trick plays you, you, you mentioned we might see a trick play and we did and schumacher comes on now for the icing on the cake the point after attempt brant very reminiscent to the music city miracle yep. with the tennessee titans that's what that play was all about this is a clean snap the right foot a kick by schumacher is good and the bismarck st mary saints will hold the beulah miners as it stands now to seven points the least amount of points this season by beulah 13 against St. Mary's back on October the 2nd. Second time around, looks like it's going to go to the Saints yet again. And Dan Schmieker, for the first time since 2017, is right on the doorstep. And just to show you the dominance in Class 2A, 
with this win, St. Mary's will win their fifth title in eight years in the class. It, it, it truly is a remarkable run for Bismarck St. Mary's. It, it has been a dominance of it. They were tested here today, and and it took it. it you know, they didn't turn the ball over this game. We've talked about play between the twenties, tied at seven. There was no scoring in the first half, and we've had, you know. 10 points in the last uh, minute, one on a turnover. Can't fault Beulah for trying that little trick play on the return. Uh, you know, they had to do something. There just wasn't enough time, and Vandal jumping the spot seals it for the Saints. Six seconds left to play now in the fourth quarter in a game you thought we might get an extra stanza or two in overtime. All of a sudden, the Saints find a way to go down the field, kick a field goal, take the field goal, and the fumble recovery for a score. This an end over and kick as this is picked up by Patessa at the 25 to the 30. Picks up a block, 35, 40. Look out. But Test at the 50, to the 40, but Test at the 30, to the 25. He's taken down at the 20, but the clock runs out. And the Bismarck St. Mary Saints have won their fifth title in the last eight years in 2A football. You can paint the town blue tonight in the capital city. The Saints 17, Beulah 7, and a hard-hitting Western-style football game here in the Fargdome. And the Saints indeed do go marching in with a 10-point win. Impressive, really fun football game. This this is what competition is all about. It, it really was fun to watch this game, and and guys were making tackles, guys were making plays. You know, well coached game on both sides too. Guys uh, sitting in their fits, blocking that that unconventional, uh, so to speak, offense for for Beulah. You know, St. Mary's bent a time or two, didn't break. Beulah bent a time or two, really didn't break. And you know, it came down to St. Mary's. I will go back to that final drive before the turnover touchdown. That final. drive drive the scramble play to, to get a marble life first down that that uh, Euler was able to get he was able to get out he got a block he sidestepped a defender kept that drive alive and they kept that drive alive and St. Mary's dodges nearly three potential interceptions in that drive only to watch uh, them continue on their way Euler's legs a, a, a huge factor chase down the stretch in that huge drive that culminated in the uh, in the short field goal that, that huge Huge job by you. And uh, Dan Schmeeker, Jim Dooley having a quick conversation, a handshake here at the 50-yard line. You got to feel for, for Coach Dooley. Again, he mentioned he feels like this is a rival. St. Mary's Coach Schmeeker mentioned it is a rival, and this one lived up to the billing. And how about this, Jack? Tied at seven. It was the special teams by St. Mary's to score the final 10 points in this game. The field goal and then the fumble recovery. <laughs> it was the special teams for St. Mary's in the final 15 seconds to score 10 points and give the Saints the Class 2A title. And at halftime, we talked about that. I was referencing Craig Bull. He says what normally people don't look at is the third faction. You know, everybody loves to talk offense. They love to talk defense. And a lot of things change. Yardages change on special teams. Big plays change on special teams. And you're exactly right. Uh, two special teams play. One on, a, on, the, on the turnover, on the play by Buell on that return. The other on the field goal, you know, a, a chip shot. And you're right. You know, don't ever... Don't ever give up on what special teams means in the win or loss of a football game. And penalties were kept pretty much in check in that second half, but uh, very impressive. Pretty impressive game. You've got some awards given out. Colin Curl, the senior athlete of the year. 
here in Class 2A. Curl again came in with over 1,000 yards rushing and 20 touchdowns on the season. He finishes to our account with 94 yards rushing and will get to the coach of the year as well. You're going to feel for Beulah on that drive back to the western and central part of the state. But we'll get to the coach of the year in a moment, Colin Curl, the senior athlete of the year. Will the Saints take all three? The title, senior athlete and coach, we'll find out in a second. There you go. And congratulations to Coach Meeker. The Saints finished with an undefeated season at 11 wins, zero losses. Now 282 wins for Coach Meeker to 160 losses. This is their 10th state title in program history and their first undefeated season since 2016 here for the Saints. So Euler wins Senior Athlete of the Year. Schmeeker wins Coach of the Year. And for the Bismarck St. Mary Saints, Jack, as we go to a new class, again, the Saints will not play Beulah. The Saints will not play any B teams moving forward. That's termed, quote-unquote, B with wrestling, with basketball, right. with volleyball. They'll be going and playing the teams such as North, such as South, Red River. such as Dickinson, such as Central. some of those teams now in A moving forward. But they were able to finish off what's been a dominant stretch in the 2010 decade and starting 2020 with this championship. It is a, it's a testimony to just hanging in there and making plays, and, and both of these teams did. Uh, you know, we call a lot of games, and at the end of one, you, you sometimes say, boy, I'm not sure who deserved to not win this game, and that's kind of what I felt about this, too, and making plays, but I, I cannot, you know, Jackson Euler is a senior. They have a number of seniors, but the blocking we saw by St. Mary's down the stretch. Those the fourth line, quarter, too. The fourth quarter was just tremendous how they had enough to move. And then you've got a quarterback that is mobile. You've got certainly the running back. You just heard he was the senior player of the year that certainly can make it happen. But I go back to Jackson Euler. The decisions he made, the blocking up front, the scramble play way back here on that uh, next to last year, that drive. That, that's the play of the game, that, right? Jake, that, that, that just, that was, because that was done. If he gets sacked, by the way, now now you're talking about Bueller probably getting the ball around their own 40, driving in, and maybe it's Bueller that wins this title game. But it flipped everything. It changed everything. And now that sparked him. And then they got in again, and, and Euler was able to run. Now, in between all that stuff, you know, there were three passes, and each one of them had a chance to be intercepted on a tip, on a various scramble mode. They weren't. Um, and, and they kept the drive alive. And then, you know, converting fourth downs in this game, converting fourth, making decisions, you know, the rollout, the scramble, trips to the to the far side on, on fourth down. You need to get to the 12 to get a first down. It's too far for a field goal. The game's tied at seven. And uh, what does Euler do? Everybody kind of starts shifting defensively over to where the trips package was. He makes a move and scrambles to the right, and the angles weren't there. Beulah, that, that outside back, just not there. And he angles himself to the 10. You made a valid point going, if he had his brothers, he would have stepped out at the 11 because then you could get a first down. But, you know, time was of the essence. And, you know, they get it down to the two. Schmeeks calls a timeout. You get a nice little, you know, 19-yarder or so, and, and you boot it through. You force the, you know, you kick it off and, you know, be able to try to do a trick play, throw back on return. They fumbled it. That's run in by uh, Vandell is a, and a touchdown. That seals it. Just an incredible of a game that was like a, like a long movie that didn't have a lot of explosions <laughs> in it. It was kind of one of those, oh, that was a very good, good drama. That was a good movie, yeah, yeah, drama. It ended like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, you know. So that, that's how I saw this one today, just a, just a thrilling two-way title and, game. And final thing, how fortunate to survive in advance against Kindred 
going back to the semifinals. Five turnovers by the Vikings, down 20 to nothing, and they had their chance. They were one catch away yeah. at the two-yard line from taking the lead or at least being down first and goal back in the semis to potentially upending the Saints. The Saints, and you heard Coach Meeker say, we survived, we found a way to advance. That's all that matters sometimes. And the same thing here. Wasn't a Mona Lisa, no. but they'll take a championship. It, yeah, that's right. You know, going up against the Region 1 Coach of the Year and Coach Crane of, of Kindred, you know, Schmeeks I know respects him already, but really does after that. And and Bismarck St. Mary's going to look back at this pandemic year of 2020. Number one, they, they survived the pandemic, and you know, to, to get games in. And they survived a semifinal game at home against Kindred and kind of survived, but really dictated late and and walk out of here with a championship this season in various ways will be remembered uh, for a long time for the, by the bismarck st mary saints and for the beulah miners don't hang your head man nope. i mean you, you just uh you, you played a great football game someone's got to win someone's got to lose we'll get to our ci sport play of the game the final highlights in this one and we'll put a bow by the way the 3a title again the 3a title is scheduled to kick off about two hours from now at 7:10. so just to let you know if you're traveling from the capital city you're traveling from the lakes to watch a, a relative for cheyenne or century 7:10 is the kickoff for the class 3a title bismarck st mary's 17 beulah 7 that's the final post game show is next here on the fan